The following is brought to you by the Social Suplex Podcast Network. This is Jordan Grace, and you're listening to the Social Suplex Podcast Network. BWB, this is One Nation Radio. You better get it right. Rich Ladder, James Boyd came to give them life. The Blackest Wrestling Podcast has come to kick all ass and drop it six feet if they kick it trash. Word, let me welcome y'all to something different. And if you dig it, man, you should let some friends listen. We be getting it in this on the regular, dude. Ravish and flow, but this shit rule. See, James don't rap, so I had to break it down. The whole network, man, we coming for the crown. Raps in the columns, I keep them both covered Making the beats too, so the listeners can bump it Hit us with the rating, yeah, I'm saying it's a five Before you hit a talk, bob your head side to side It's One Nation Radio, and this is the beginning It's Rich, and I'm here with James It's time to listen to One Nation The power of the This is Mike Semper from WrestlingObserver.com Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio uh, This is Kenny Omega, we're listening to One Nation Radio Check it out guys, these guys know what's up Big Kenny Omega fans, that's all it counts to me Welcome to the September 30th edition of One Nation Radio. This is Rich here live on YouTube.com on the stream, sitting here with James. What's going on, James? Not too much. Just ready to, I guess, uh, do a power ranking, I guess, right? Yeah. One of the one of my favorite episodes that we do, we regularly, I think every year they drop uh, WWE 2K. Uh, not so much the game I really care about or anything, and obviously <laughs> the game looks just just abysmal this year. Oh, God. Um, is that why does, it feel, why does it feel like everybody feels that way, bro? It's because they've they've built up so much bad will um, through all the games, just being the same over and over and over and over, and like them never really getting the gameplay right, where it feels like a challenging match. Like it's mm-hmm. it's just got a lot of bad will built up behind it. And but you know the thing I'm more interested in is the ratings of of this thing here because it's one of the few times that we actually get to look at uh how wwe sees people and then see what the disconnect is on how we see them so um i've edited a great number like off like of guys and we're gonna skip over some of the people on this list because there's just so many characters in the game that's like one thing i do have to give them credit for is expanding the roster to a point where it's like damn they got a lot of people on here and you know, there's a couple people missing. I, I don't think Ciampa's in the game. I don't think Nikki Cross is in the game. Whatever reason, you know, they're not in the game. But, you know, you pretty know much who, everyone else is. You know who isn't in the game? Who? Dakota Kai. <laughs> Shouts out to Caleb. Um, yeah, man. So we're, we're just going to start at the beginning. We're going to look at uh, the ratings for these guys. And, you no, know, actually, before we get to that. So the highest, like, there's a couple, like, fun facts that I found, like, about the list here um so kurt hawkins is the lowest guy in the game at 64 overall uh in contrast the highest rating is held by is 93 and that's held by current day brock lesnar and current day rock so the top five are like his fouls is lesnar and the rock at 93 2013 daniel bryan 2013 john cena roman reigns current day Shawn Michaels in 1997 and Stone Cold Steve Austin are all 92 overall. 91 overalls, AJ Styles current day, Bret Hart all-time, Ric Flair uh, all-time, The Rock 2001, 
Sting in 1999, and Triple H in 2001. Our 90s, Goldberg. 1992, Randy Savage. 1988, Ric Flair. 1990, Ric Flair. 1991, Sting, The Ultimate Warrior, and The Undertaker, 2002. Now our 89s, Batista, 2010. Braun Strowman, Current Day. Daniel Bryan, 2014. Eddie Guerrero, Edge. John Cena, Current John Cena. Um, Kurt Angle, 2006. Randy Savage, with no year listed on him. Sting, Currently. <laughs> um triple h currently in 2004 triple h all at 89 the lowest rated 205 live person is aria davari at 68 overall the highest rated 205 live person is cedric alexander their champion at 83 overall the lowest lowest rated woman is dana brooke at 69 overall um and there's a joke to be had somewhere there but i'll stay away from it the, the highest rated female is Ronda Rousey at 87 overall. The highest NXT performer, Aleister Black at 84. Victor of the Ascension is rated higher than Connor, 73 to 72. Chad Gable is a 75 overall. And of course, no Ciampa or Nikki Cross. Off rip, before we get into anything, is there anything you take an issue with? Because I see several issues already. Yeah. Um, well, first, I think it's, I understand how you have the NXT, the top the NXT is lower. People in NXT are lower than uh, the main roster people. But so that makes it kind of weird that Dana Brooks, who was on the main roster, been on the main roster for at least two years now, is like the lowest rated woman, including NXT women. Um, and two, there makes it make to me it makes no sense that when in the engine, when women cannot wrestle men in the game, why the top rated woman isn't. Why, why the ratings aren't equal. Like, why would the women be rated lower than the men when uh, they don't wrestle each other? And it's arbitrary numbers. So who gives a shit? Yeah, um, totally in agreement there. Like, if they wanted to open up to make it intergender or anything, I think the, they might have a better uh, argument for rating some of the folks that they do. Um, also, the current day, uh, the top rated people in the game, Brock Lesnar and The Rock, 93 overall. So in most sports games, 93 overall, like, that's not a thing. Like, if that's your top, like, you really don't have, like, superstars or anything, which may, is a whole – there are jokes to be had there. I won't go there right now. But in most sports video games, your top guys are, like, 97, 98, 99. In this, though, we get 93 for current-day Brock Lesnar and current-day The Rock. Not yeah. The Rock in 2001 which was listed as a 91 overall, is James, you were talking on, uh, before we went on air. Yeah, Rock was Rock is at the peak of his powers in 2000, 2001, 2002, until he, basically from 2000 until the time he leaves, he's at the peak of his power as a draw and as a wrestler who's wrestling every single day against, you know, Kurt, the Kurt Angles, Triple H's, Steve Austin's, Mick Foley's of the world. Uh, un- I don't think he really did much wonder, but you get my point. Like, yeah. that makes that makes no sense that he would be a better wrestler at like he's in his mid forties now. It makes no sense. Yeah, uh, there's another one with Daniel Bryan being a 92 in 2013, and then 2014, which is relatively the same run, he drops all the way down to 89. Like that makes no sense to me. When he, you know, main evented WrestleMania in 2014 and all this stuff. Um, 
currently, uh, you know, that would make Roman Reigns the highest rated player in the game, like the current day, uh, which is a 92 overall with John Cena. And that makes no sense. That makes no sense. Like when he was a 95 last year overall. So how did he lose three ratings points? Y'all just curbed everything overall. Like even. okay, Roman Reigns as a 95 doesn't even make sense. Like. Okay, so you look at other you look at other games, say it's Madden or it's 2K, right? So Randy, or sorry, uh where will you put um right now going into this year? Where will you put Russell Westbrook in the hierarchy NBA players? What would would, you think? Would you say say he's five to one or would you say he's five or we say he's six to ten? I would say he's six to ten. Okay, so He's one of the six to ten best player or, or, t- or ten to six best bas- or basketball players in the world. Period. Point blank. He's a ninety-three and two K. Yeah. So yeah. that makes. What are no you talking sense. about? Like this is a guy that's like he's second team All NBA, maybe first if he you know depending on injuries or whatever else. But like typically speaking, he's going to be a second team All NBA player, which means he is like the third or fourth best guard in the world. So that makes it makes no sense that. You would have Brock Lesnar, who has been this guy that has, you know, won rush out over the competition, or Roman Reigns, who was a top star every single day on the company, or AJ Styles, ditto, except you had SmackDown instead of saying Raw. It makes no sense. Yeah. Um, so I guess we can get to the list now, <clears throat> um, starting at the top. And keep in mind, NXT stuff, there is like a clear distinction and attempt by WWE to separate NXT. Like you, you'll see like, you know, that, that group of people and mind you, I've edited this list. We are not going to be talking about Acom of the AOP. <laughs> we are not going to be talking about Apollo Cruz. We are not going to be talking about Dana Brooks overall rating or Alicia Fox's or Brie Bella's. We're going to be <laughs> trying to focus on like folks with some talking points and also like interesting ratings. Um, so starting first, um, we got Adam Cole with an 81 overall. Adam Cole's in NXT, so he has that working against him. But I guess we should look at this, James. Like, if there was no NXT barrier, what wh- where do you see for Adam Cole? Like, is it over? Is, did they get it right, or, or is he way underrated? Okay, like, let's do this. Let's say if we're counting the, the vacuum that they – or the curve that they're grading people on plus the NXT curve, right? Yeah. If Adam Cole is – I'm sorry, if – the top rated male performer was was um was Alistair Black at 86, right? 84, 84. 84. Then I would say that like Cole has to be probably like an 82. So it's it's kind of it's, it's it's about right where it should be in, mm-hmm. uh, under those terms. But if we're taking away the um all of the you know the the you know grading it like that, then I would say he has to be somewhere in like the the high 80s. Right. Um, just looking at like his, his performance and his skill set, his matches, he's definitely above an 80, 81 overall, uh, along with the rest of the Undisputed Era who kind of lurks in that area, but we'll get to them in a minute. Um, I think about it like this. Adam Cole's in the best faction on all of WWE programming right now. I don't give a damn what you say about the Shield right now. This ain't 2000. This is 2014. This is 2018. The Shield is just an act of top guys. They're not actually really doing compelling stuff right now. Yeah. Um, the next uh, guy up is our WWE champion, AJ Styles, a 91 overall, as I mentioned previously. That slots him right behind Roman Reigns uh, as the second overall in as far as an everyday wrestler. Uh, and, you know, that kind of makes sense, like, with how, you know, he gets treated. He's a second-class <laughs> world champion. He's always behind Roman Reigns. He never will main event a damn thing. Um, 
I don't know what his rating was last year. It may have been a 90. I think he might have went up one. Um, I, I think this is a fair rating for how he's pushed. As far as like what he currently is right now, I think it's a, he's a tad overrated. I would have probably went with an 88. 88. Maybe a, maybe maybe 89. Let's say the 88 is like Triple H right now, right? right. Um, yeah, I would I would say it's close. I probably I probably be okay with him right there. Like if he's gonna be the top guy, longest reigning champion. Um, I'm sorry, the top champion on the other brand, and you have Raw as one. You know, being the A show, same thing. Like yeah, I, I would say you slot him one below Roman. I'd be okay with that. Right. Um, so 84, Alistair Black, uh, the NXT's, NXT's top star, uh, as the game tells us and as WWE tells us, uh, 84 overall, I probably would have gone a little higher here. Uh, 84 seems like, you know, without the NXT, uh, you know, curve on, I would have went a little bit higher and I think they kind of got it a little wrong here. I mean, I, I get, okay. So, so the thing is. Obviously, the performance level on NXT compared to wrestling, like this is a real apples to apples comparison, right? Uh, as opposed to, um, let's say a college, like you know, a rookie class in the NBA or the NFL. So, like, if you look at it from that perspective, like, I think, like, typically the highest rated rookies on Madden or so they're always, you know. AD might be the top, might be the highest you get, right? Like I remember it was a huge thing about what Reggie Bush's um man rating was when he first came to the league, right? Uh-huh. And it was on like 80. We're like, dude, this is gonna destroy the league. What do you mean 80? Um <laughs> we were wrong, but you know, like he was obviously a guy person for his time, but like, yeah. So anyway, um, so I kind of I'm I'm I get that curve on that, but like I would still say like this isn't app this isn't going from you know, the minor are going from college to the pros. This is you're already in the pros, except like you have to learn how to work towards a hard camera, allegedly. You know? <laughs> like, you know, this is really like this is your vanity any promotion that y'all call developmental or, or you want to say it's both, fine, whatever. But this is the same job. Um, so for me, like I'm kind of in the limo, like how I should feel about that. But any but like if you want to move that to the side, like if you want to say 84 is the high as you go, then, like, fine. And he's standard bearer, and I, and I appreciate that, like, everything else fell in place behind that. Me, personally, I probably would have had him in, like, a, you know, I would have had him in. Once you get past all that stuff, though, I would have gave him a, I put him somewhere, like, 88, 89. Right. Uh, up next, Alexa Bliss, and here it comes already. So there are a number, as James mentioned, the women's ratings are dramatically different from the men's. For uh, no reason. That makes any sense. <laughs> so think about these on their own tier. Uh, the highest rated woman is an 87. That's Ronda Rousey. Alexa Bliss, an 85 overall. Now, based on the push that she's given, that's clearly where WWE sees her. If you know anything about this show, that is not where I see her. I don't think that's where James would see her. But uh, I think this is way too high, especially when you start looking at um, the other women that she's ranked over. And there are some tragedies uh, later to come in this show. And I've just been like looking up and down like, I, I can't believe this. How did this happen? How did we arrive at this point? Yeah, yeah. Um, Ron is the highest woman, right? Correct. What is Charlotte? Charlotte is 
also in 85. Okay, so that's wrong. Like she You telling me Alexa Bliss and Charlotte Flair are of equal value? Yeah, that's are right. of the exact same star power? Yeah. Are the are the exact same quality of wrestler? Right. Have they gone uh, fucking mad? Yeah. Okay. So if I'm going to keep kayfabe in in, in in accordance to what how they do it, right? If Charlotte is at 85, then there is no way that Alexa is at 85 as well. She has to be at the, at the very most 84. I'd probably put her at 83, but whatever. I would put her down at an 81. Even considering her pushing, even considering her pushing kayfabe. I'm still going with an 81. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm still going with an 81, and I think when you look at the rest of the women ratings, you will see why. Because I've looked at these things up and down, and I'm just just comically confused uh, about some of this stuff. So, um, Legends ratings. This is a whole other tier that sounds absolutely ridiculous. Andre the Giant, 87 overall. Now, Andre the Giant, his whole thing was, I am undefeated for X amount of years, even though that really wasn't true. I am the biggest attraction in wrestling. I'm the biggest draw. And this doesn't have a year on it, so it's not focusing on, hey, this is 1987 Andre at the end of his run. This is just says Andre the Giant. So I'm led to believe that one of the biggest stars of all time in top star for WWE at that time was only in 87 overall. Which is below Triple H in Sting. How does that make any sense? It doesn't. Moving on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, if we're going to do a kayfabe ranking for, for, for Andre the Giant, and he's like one of those dudes should be like a high he should 90. be like a 98. Yeah, high <laughs> 90 at the very worst. Like, nah, man. Like, <laughs> like it wasn't just it wasn't just Hulkamania that sold out the, the freaking, uh, 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 oh, my God, I can't remember the name of the stadium the right dome. now. Yeah, the, yeah, silver dome. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't just it wasn't just him that sold that. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, man. Um, up next, Andrade Cien Almas, new call up to NXT, and they've got him at an eighty-one overall. Now, had this happened and this man had not been called up, there's no way in, in fuck's sake this dude would be an eighty-one overall. Right. While Alistair Black is an eighty-four, they right. put him on the main roster. I feel like, and they lowered him. He should right. be around like an 84, perhaps an 85. It him and Finn Balor are, are on the exact same level, in my opinion. But right. Um, on the main roster at this point, yeah. And but also what does make sense is the fact that you gotta think of historically this this game, the ratings in the is pretty much developed and in the bag once we get to WrestleMania. Right. So this guy was I, the champion. He was a champion and lost his belt. Um, so on, on that weekend, so he should be, you know, eighty four in the you know in the mid eighties, not eighty one. I mean, it, you know, we're talking about a difference of you know probably two or three points, but still, he should be no lower than an eighty three. Yeah, that shit matters. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, up next, Alundra Blaze in eighty five, tying her with Alexa Bliss. In Charlotte. In Charlotte. I mean, she was. 
I grew up on laundry on a laundry blaze. Like if one for her, I probably never seen a woman wrestle until the laundry blaze. Honestly, if I probably if I'm thinking about it, maybe maybe like um Sherry Martell, but mm-hmm. like it's it's one of them too. Like so, she was a top star. Look, she was out there being like all the women they brought in for her to beat. I don't, I don't really, have a problem with the rating. I, I'm still yeah, stuck here. on the, I'm still stuck on this Alexa Bliss thing. How they're hey, putting her right there right. with them. Hey, I'm surprised they ain't give her. I'm surprised she even in the game after they threw that. I'm still surprised that like, she's around after they she threw that belt in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, up next, Oscar, eighty four. Yes, James, the the first ever women's Royal Rumble winner, the one of the most dominant NXT women's champions ever of all time, the greatest NXT women's champion ever. Um, hey, 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 want to be real? The greatest champion that NXT's ever had. <laughs> Correct. Like, gender, uh, t- singles, or tag team, period. Yeah, um, and Asuka has been ranked behind Alexa Bliss and told her to move around, essentially. How do you live with this, James? <laughs> Look, man. Was it was it was has it was it a year, year and a half, or was two years ago? And I was like, "Look, man, Oscar should main event WrestleMania." Not no more. Look, I was like, "Put her in there with Brock Lesnar. I don't give a damn. <laughs> like, she's that awesome." So, I, you could have told you could have told me she was a ninety five, and I'd have been like, "No, that's too low." So wow. there you go. Yeah. Uh, up next, we got Bam Bam Bigelow. They have him at an 83 overall. Uh, I would think he's a little bit higher than that. I would probably go with 86, 87 for Bam especially, Bam. Yeah, especially, you know, he may have been at WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, and this will even piss you off. The next guy, Baron Corbin, is an 84. So you mean to tell me Baron Corbin is better than Bam Bam Bigelow? At what? Are they smoking the rocks? At height? Is it a height? Is it? Or is this? Is this? Um. Is this World Height Federation? What the fuck? What's going on here? I, I don't know. Like they're on the freshest of rocks. Uh, if they think uh, Baron Corbin is better than Bam Bam Bigelow uh, in these streets, so uh, I know which one Bret Hart would rather have a match with. So <laughs> um, up next, we've got Batista. Just I guess this is current day Batista, and he's at an eighty-seven overall. I feel like it's a little low. Yeah. Yeah, uh, maybe eighty-eight. I think you go out one more for Batista. I can see that because the thing is, like, the, the Triple H thing is always going to stick in everyone's crawl, right? Like, okay, Triple H right now is eighty-eight. 80, like, no, he's eighty-nine. He's eighty-nine. Okay, well then, yeah, that's even worse. So, like, Triple H, so Batista should be like a ninety based off the fact that, like, if they came in right now and did a match, Triple or Triple H would be thrown around the ring selling his ass off of Batista right now. It wouldn't be some you know back and forth thing at all. It would just be Batista would just go roll rough shot over that dude, much like their feud in two thousand five. Yeah, so two thousand ten Batista is an eighty nine overall, so a little bit of a bump there for his vintage version. Um, Beth Phoenix eighty five overall also, so I'm sensing a pattern here, James. Any any blonde woman that they've called a top star here for any oh, any point of, point of time looks like they're getting that eighty five overall right here, James. Look here, dude. If you tell me that Kelly Kelly is a fucking 85 in this game, I'm turning them off. Right now. <laughs> I don't me? think she's in it. I don't think she's in it. Okay. All right. Well, just just just, just give you a heads up because like all the shit we talk about, all the women, you know, about you know, certain women are getting over pushed or whatever else. Like, and we had you know this discussion, especially because of Bree this week, but 
Like Kelly Kelly might be the worst wrestler I've ever seen that wrestled. Like I saw multiple matches of. Like it, yeah, she was just bad. Really, really, really fucking horrible. So, um, James, have you looked at the list yet, or no? No, I, I looked at the list and skimmed through it, but that was days ago. Okay, so Bailey is the next person on the list. James, I want you to guess her overall rating. Before Sasha, or are you just doing women? Just women, just, just, just Bailey's Bailey's rating. I'm gonna say it's seventy nine. Not as bad. She's an eighty. So eighty overall for uh, Bailey. At this point, we know Bailey's been involved in either the best or second best women's match of all time in WWE. And she's been tragically misused on the main roster and pretty much had her career sacrificed for Alexa Bliss. And she ends up as an 80 overall right now. Yep. And she's in the middle of this, whatever the hell this is with Sasha for the past six months or so, or actually the whole year. So if you're telling me she is five ratings points below Alexa Bliss, that is insanity. Um. Up next, Becky Lynch, our Rebecca, the current WWE World Champion right now. Um, Becky Lynch, an 83 overall, James. 83. Uh, That's weird. Like, why is it? Okay, so why would Becky, especially, like, considering this was done before before we got the push, right? Right. Why would she be that much higher than Bayley? I don't know, man. They like, they've they've got some questions to answer. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so like, yeah, like you would assume. I mean, right now, I mean, at that point in time, like you would have put Sasha like one slot, like one notch ahead of Becky and Bailey, and had Becky and Bailey pretty much on the same plane. Right. Right. I, I think they should both be like an eighty-three overall. If, if this is the you know route they want to go, they want to go that route. Go there. Yeah. So um interesting. Yeah. So Bianca Belair is a 77 overall. Get the NXT grade there. As well as you know, Bianca hasn't had a ton of matches, but it's just nice to see her in the game. Um, so not really much to trip on with her rating there, but it will be higher in coming years. (laughs) I feel like. Let's say this. It better be higher in coming years because she better like I I listen to um Brian Alvarez talk about um Casey Catanzaro and also um Zaya Brookside. Right. And it was very similar to, you know, when it when she when he saw talked about Oscar or talked about um Bailey. He's like, look, if this man doesn't make enough money off of this particular woman here to make that woman a millionaire because she's that awesome and looks that great and like she looks like she's just a, a star that you, that you have to you would have to fuck up. Like that's on that's on Vince. Like same thing here with, with with Bianca. Like if they mess up Bianca, that is totally their fault. They fucked up. Yeah, um, we got Biggie of the New Day with an eighty four overall. I don't really see much of an issue there, uh, even though he is you know part of you know your most heralded tag team uh, act probably ever. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, I mean, out there. like who are you? 
Who will you put like? I guess if they're doing like the WWE.com thing, you know, the kayfabe of the WWE foolishness. Like, where would who would be above them? I think you're looking at like if you're looking at it in WWE terms, they have to be number one. Like me, I lean towards the Usos just because I like the Usos better. But right. uh, I, I think you got a good argument for them. Uh, you're going to be looking at. New Age Outlaws, you're going to be looking at the Dudleys eventually, even though I can't stand yeah. the Dudleys. The Hardys. Um, yeah, the Hardys, the Hart Foundation. Uh, you're going to be talking about the Rockers, possibly Demolition. Um, but the thing is, the Rockers never won a title. Right, They were right. going to, but they never did. Right. Um, so current day Big Show is at an 82 overall. That's kind of weird. Uh, I think he's still better than Baron Corbin right now, so... <laughs> <laughs> and well, he's definitely better than Baron Corbin. Absolutely better than Baron Corbin. Like, you tell Baron Corbin to go go babyface for a year and then cut that Connorscript promo and tell and tell me it was gonna be as good as Big Show. And two, um, I've never seen like even at this advanced age, like the last match we saw Big Show um have was the best single was better than any single match I've ever seen Baron Corbin have. Yeah. Um, so Bobby Fist, 77. You see the NXT curve there. Not really too much to talk about there. First time in the game. Uh, Bobby Roode, 81 overall. I don't agree with this at all. I think he should be in the 70s. Uh, Same here. Same here. They've murdered this dude. They've murdered this dude over the last year. Like, there's no way. Um, so we've got Braun Strowman, who is an 89 overall. So that puts him just behind AJ Styles. Uh, that puts him on the same level as current day Triple H. Uh, and it keeps him clearly <laughs> behind Roman Reigns as he's been his whole career, and he will continue to be. Um, the best this guy should it, be way higher than this. The, yes, and the best part about it is this dude. This dude literally, uh, like, had Triple H about to wet himself as Survivor Series. Right? I mean, whatever. I mean, is is this a video game? But um, we can see how they see him. He should he should be he should be like a ninety, yeah, at least minimum. Yeah. Um, they they've got Bray Wyatt up next, eighty three overall, and then all those chickens come home to roost that we were out on uh, early on on Bray Wyatt about on this program back in two thousand thirteen and fourteen. Um, Wyatt is, I don't think we we've were, ever been more right about about dude, anything. We were on like after that after that sorry ass inferno match they had where uh, they had to put the cart the tarp down to go out there to help him whoop Kane ass. I was like, this dude's a fucking geek. It's never gonna work. Like his promos mean nothing. He's just talking. He's filling up time. And look at him now. He ain't even on TV. Is he? Is he even? He's healthy, no. isn't he? He's healthy. Like they broke up the Matt Hardy thing, so they're probably waiting for him to interrupt like the next like random thing uh, before he comes back. You, it would be nice to like keep this guy as a babyface and a real babyface, not a, a babyface on a tag team. Um, yeah. His, his 2014 version was an 87 overall, so he's lost three, excuse me, four ratings points um, over the years. Brett the Hitman Hart, 91 overall. This is a tragedy. An absolute tragedy. Um, and not only for the reason, like, A, he's a 91. The, this is where we come back to that 93 being bullshit as the cap. Yep. Bret Hart, at his zenith here, is a 97, 96, 98. Yeah, like, I think you're going in that area. Like, 1997, Bret Hart is absolutely above a 95. Like, yeah. if you get away from the grading on the curve bullshit. So, yeah. Yeah, so that 91 puts him on par with 
current day AJ Styles, who for my money, Bret Hart's better than. So um you're talking about uh for his okay. era. For his era, I was I mean, for his era and given like yeah. I mean, especially because of this run, like if this was if this was 2016, hell, if this was AJ Styles before WrestleMania, I was I would say that AJ, I would say that AJ is uh you know would be better. But like they've done such a bad job with, with trying to make AJ Styles do something is interesting. Like it, it is more of the, you know, they can't do anything with a baby face. Um so like and back then, you know, people were living and dying with Brett. Yeah, I don't think it's the same with AJ right now. Yeah. Uh, Brett, the British Bulldog, 81 overall. I think that's a little what? low. I think that's a lot low. He's not that worse than Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin's going to be the guy I keep coming back to. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, this guy's one of the he's, – he's one of the, I would say, five to seven biggest stars of the new generation – um, and you know, that's the generation that WWE likes to act like doesn't exist. Shouts out to Chad Matthews and Samuel Plant, who are doing great work on the top 50 matches, uh, countdown in, in column form, uh, exploring that. And for my money, the new generation washes the attitude era. Yes, I said it. Send your ads, send your tweets, come get me. Like, okay, so at 81. And 81 for the British Bulldog. Did they never see SummerSlam 92? (laughs) Have they they never seen a single Shawn Michaels Brett, I'm sorry, a Shawn Michaels Bulldog match? Like, have they never saw the British Bulldogs? Like, that dude was one of the guys that was like, from that era that you were surprised, or not surprised, but like, one of those guys that they could have made the actual champion and nobody would have batted an eye. He definitely could have got a run as a heel. And this and this was back when, you know, like the title who was champion actually gave actually mattered. So, yep. you know. I, yeah. To be, um, to be but like multiple points below like Baron Corbin and Bray Wyatt is like that's fucking mind boggling to like me. Like that's a that's a travesty. Yes. Uh I, I've never seen them on the same level as the British Bulldog ever. Never. Like <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if that's a function of age or or whatever, but no, like Bulldog was awesome. Like yes, he was when when Bulldog was right. Bulldog was like given the given the. I mean, obviously he wasn't like as tall as Luger or whatever else, but like he was better than Luger. Brock Lesnar up next, ninety three overall. As you mentioned, top in the game. I think if you you know we've made the argument the whole time, like they need to make that raise that lid up a little bit. And I, for you know how they pushed him, I think Lesnar would be a little higher. Maybe you're looking yeah. at a ninety five. Um, I don't know. Like what, what do you what do you think about this one, James? I mean, he's the top guy in the game. So what can you really say, right? Like he's yeah. he's he's a. Uh, you know, like he's a standard bearer. So, like, if he's the highest grade, I can't say he should have been higher. So, outside of the fact that, like, if it goes to hundred, then give him a give him one hundred ninety nine. Like, this is a dude that broke Undertaker's undefeated streak at WrestleMania. This is the dude that beat the hell out of Goldberg. This is the dude that um that beats the piss out of the top guy in the company allegedly. Like, so every single time they ever meet, um, and outsmarts him, makes him like a fucking idiot, which is stupid. Um, so. <laughs> And he's the highest paid guy in the company right now. So like, sure, like he should be. Oh my god, um, he should be the highest. He should be the highest rated guy. He should be a hundred or ninety nine. 
They'd be fine with me. Based on, yeah, based on how they, they do it, like, uh, wouldn't have a problem with me. <clears throat> um, he comes out, he pummels every single body ever. He, he wrestles. Um, he's legit. He looks like the Incredible Hulk. Um, what more? I mean, what more would that dude have to do to get a, a, a 99 or 100? Honestly, that 93 is an absolute robbery. Like, and, that, yeah. and that's just a, it's a flawed process of their entire ranking system. Um, yeah. so up next, they have Brian Danielson, the American Dragon. I'm sorry, James, yes, they have the Daniel Bryan mode, and they start it with. Brian Danielson, the American Dragon. You know, the guy they were regularly calling the best wrestler in the world at that time. You know, the guy that won so many best technical wrestler (laughs) um, awards in the Wrestling Observer newsletter that they had to name the award after him. They have him as a 76 overall. This is bullshit. Hey, but remember in kayfabe when he was in NXT, he, he lost every single match in NXT. I don't give a fuck. No, no, that's not right. And that and that guy then goes on to have like by far in a way two like four times a better career than everybody else. Yes. Um. So, Carmella. You look. You sure. You sure showed him, Vince. You sure yeah. showed him, uh, yeah. booking committee, how great your fucking wrestling is. Oh, man. Like, yeah. This is, they started with a seventy-six. Who is? This, this is one of the first of many puzzling Daniel Bryan ratings that we're going to get to in this like, thing. Who's a 76 on the main roster in, in the singles male division right now? Put it like this. Chad Gable is a 75. <laughs> and we that, all agree that that guy's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So Carmella is an 80 overall. Yes, she's four points better than me. Well, you know, the women's ratings aren't necessarily related. Yeah. But in a vacuum, she's four points higher than the American Dragon, Brian Danielson. Check this out, right? So we talked about last year about where Jinder was before WrestleMania and then where he was like immediately thrust to after WrestleMania. Yeah. It's the exact same thing with Carmella, except Carmella's a better promo. Um, Jinder's a better wrestler, but same thing, right? This person is a certifiable fucking geek and a beater. And it beat her, and it beat her, and she had a chance. And like you know, you had to have a, somebody a heater with her to win win the, the briefcase for. Her, and she can't beat anybody legitimately straight up. So that's what they've done with her. But she's the same rating as Bailey. <laughs> I, I, I've actually called her the Jinder Mahal of women like, before. They took um, her. They took her from geek to champion in the span of a day, literally a day. Like they decided, like, okay, like we just had the most important women's match in the company's history on WrestleMania between Oscar and Charlotte. Let's make none of it matter. The under, uh, Charlotte breaking the street. Let's make it not matter. Let's make like let's make it none of that matter in the span of I'm sorry, two days. They did it in two days. Funny. And she is now the same rating as Bailey. Like that, and also keep in, you have to keep in mind when they did these ratings. She this happened before she got her push. Well, no, like so. Where I want to stop you on that is like I know sometimes it the the roster cutoff is WrestleMania. Usually the final stuff, if I remember right, and this is going back to 2014, is like SummerSlam. Really? Yeah. 
But like as far as like looks and everything else that has to be scanned for the game, that's WrestleMania. Okay. Because they've had right. titles like show up on people in the in the game at the end that were won at SummerSlam. Like so okay. they, they do some stuff like that around then. All right then. Okay, so, well if that's the case then I, I guess in eighty, sure. Why not? Yeah. Um, Cedric Alexander, 83 overall, as we mentioned, he's a top guy on 205 Live. Uh, I think, you know, some folks will take issue with that because he hasn't exactly lit the world on fire as a champion. Um, but also, why are we pretending like 205 Live is on the same par as like NXT? You know, some people like to do those things. Like, um, like do how many of the NXT guys? I'm sorry, how many of the 205 Live guys have merchandise? I don't think any of them do. Like a lot of those guys still have pro wrestling tees stores. Okay, okay, so like, because can I just stop? Won't make merch for them? Okay, so can I just stop my my point right there and see my right. rest of my time? You can, you can, okay. you All can. Right. We, you know, we we <laughs> this show's gonna go long anyway. No need to um. <laughs> Uh, waste, waste time. But uh, up next, we got Cesaro, who is an 84. And on what fucking planet is Cesaro the same as Baron Corbin, James? I'm going to keep coming back to it. I'm going to keep coming back to it. Cesaro is a multiple time. Um, was he ever Intercontinental Champion? No. Okay, so he's multiple time U.S. Champion. Correct. Multiple time U.S. champion. Every tag team he's been in has worked out. He's one of the best. He's one of the very, very, very best workers in the entire company. Like you go to NXT, you go to 205 Live, uh, you go to the Mae Young Classic, you go to the main roster. There, there's maybe a handful of guys that I would say for I know for sure are better than um this is our in, in the ring. Maybe less than a handful. So, and he's six foot four, six foot five. He, he's built like a Greek god. And the only problem is the only problem is he's European. Yeah. Um, so, he so he can't get a push. So up next we got Charlotte who gets that 85. Uh is every other woman is except Ronda Rousey. So I don't know if you know where I'm going with this, James. Ronda Rousey is the greatest woman to ever wrestle in WWE. That that's well, what I'm gathering out of out of all this. Well, I'll say this. You put any other woman that's ever been in WWE and say, hey, go out there and go take the top from Ronda. You ain't coming back. Well, you're not coming from the. You're not coming back from a gorilla with that belt. You're gonna be coming back out and going out the back in a stretcher. So, you know. So yeah, they've got and you know we spoiled something, but yes, Ronda Rousey's in '87, Charlotte's in '85. Personally, I think Charlotte should, if we're looking at the women's scale and all that, Charlotte should be at least on par with her, if not in 86, above the rest of them. She's better than the Lunger Blades. She's definitely better than Alexa Bliss. Um, she's yeah. better than who yeah. else? Who else did we give an 85 to there? Beth Phoenix, she's better than her. Like, no, man. Like, <laughs> like, like they, they just can't lump all these people. And, 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 well, excuse me, they can do what they want. But the thing is, they aren't going to sneak it by us. Like, we don't know right. what they're doing. Right. <laughs> um, Christian is an 83 overall. Chris Jericho, 85 overall. I guess that's current day Chris Jericho right now. I don't okay. know about you, but Chris Jericho ain't no 85 overall right now. Current, I feel like they're sending a message right now. Current day Chris Jericho was the biggest star on Raw when he left. What are we talking? What? Yeah. Um, I feel like they're sending a message here, James, and that message is, "Oh, you want to go play in New Japan, huh? 
Oh, you oh you want to go fight Naito, huh? Juvenile voice. Yeah, oh, you want to fight Kenny Omega, huh? <laughs> yeah, apparently he's gonna be fighting evil. I just can't believe. Like, really, evil? Okay. Oh, you want to go fight evil, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, I in eighty five, like in eighty five overall, and then let's juxtaposition that against. His okay. 2000 rating, which is an 88, as well as his 2010 rating, which is an 88. Is Jericho any worse right now than he was then? Maybe as a, as af, as an athlete. I think else. Okay, in, in WWE, yes. In New Japan, however, <laughs> he just had the best match of his career this year, right? Yeah. Um. So that's that's kind of you know that's kind of interesting, but. The thing for me is he's a bigger star now than he was back then when he was doing the best work probably of his entire career um, during that, you know, 07, 08, 2010 era with, you know, with the Jarrett, with the Ray Mysterio stuff, the, uh, the Shawn Michaels stuff, the Edge stuff. Um, and then you throw in like even the Y2J stuff, like, He's a bigger star now than then, so it's like Correct. I don't, I don't, I don't get that rating at all. Like he should, like if I were them, I'd have been like, okay, what number is he? Put him there across the board for his whole career. Yeah, I think you're. If I was to put a rating on Jericho, he's at least an eighty-eight, probably an eighty-nine. At least on par with Triple H. Oh yeah, I have him higher than Triple H. Like they didn't, guys. Keep mind, like they're at they, their whole entire thing was. I mean. Granted, they've done some really heinous, stupid stuff around Triple H's booking, obviously. But but they were, he was a top guy the whole time. They booked they booked Jericho like a mid card idiot for so long, and he overcame it so bad. Like it's the same thing we talk about. Like the lessons they learned, um, or the, the lessons they took away from the Attitude Era and like the uh, Ruthless Aggression Era was. Like, we can do this, this, and this because this person did it as opposed to that person was special and we're lucky that we ever had this person Correct. to overcome the bullshit we gave them. So, like, that's the reason why they, that's the reason why the Rock and Austin, they, all the stuff that they've learned from the Rock and Austin over the years, where they try to do this is your life over again and it's a disaster every time they do it because it's mankind and freaking uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Like, <laughs> you can't, like, you can book. You can book these other guys like they're Jericho, and but Jericho was able to overcome because he can do anything. Like, there's a few guys that can overcome this mid card booking, but most guys end up looking like Ziggler. <laughs> yeah. So, and I know, think you can look up and down the roster for proof of that. Right. And Ziggler is a best case scenario because Ziggler's been around forever. Like, Kofi King's the same thing. Like, those are the guys that be like, yeah, those guys stuck around in the mid card and made things work when, like, there, you know, there's Ryback, the Rybacks of the world who came and left, the Jack Swaggers who came and left, Cody left because he was pissed because his position was too low. And look where he's, look what he's been able to prove over the past two years, three years, whatever. So, yeah, like Jericho is the greatest mid card wrestler in WWE history, and they just, and they was like, eh, whatever. Fuck him. Yeah, and he's actually, <laughs> and this time he's actually a legitimate star that could main, you know. That you know, and now they're like, yeah, make them even lower now. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. New shit. Um, yeah. So let's get to these Daniel Bryan ratings. Current day Daniel Bryan, an eighty-eight overall, James. This is a fucking outrage. Like <laughs> they have this man below Braun Strowman, below AJ Styles, below Roman Reigns. Um, he's on par with uh, Kevin Nash, I believe. He's on par with Kevin Owens, who was also an 88. 
Um, Wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold yes. On. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time yes. Out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. So you told me they did these ratings at SummerSlam, right? I would assume like they they would have that shit locked in by then. Then how in the blue fuck will Kevin Owens be at eighty eight? Given how they treated him since like the last year. Yeah. Like, I, and I think his rating has gone up from last year, which is what? Like, <laughs> and, and he's not even having great matches anymore like he used to. Yeah. Which is, which is, I mean, honestly, it's like, that's the case for everybody. But you get my point. Like, yeah. what is, what has Kevin Owens done? Like, Kevin Owens is, is, is like a flat-out mid-card for the first time in his career in WWE on the main roster. And he has a higher rating? Yeah. What? All right, so I think I might have messed up earlier. So the Brian Danielson one was like 2003 Brian Danielson, which ah. was a 76 overall. Even so, that's ridiculous, but whatever. He was already like an ROH champion and one of the best guys in the world already. But um, 2010 Daniel Bryan, they have him at an 80 overall. That's when he was fighting Chris Jericho and losing all his matches in NXT. Okay. 2012, now this is Team Hell No Daniel Bryan. Right. Daniel Bryan that was already over after the Sheamus shit. He's yep. an 83 overall, James. In 83, okay. he's still less than Baron Corbin, James. So, when we get to 2012, 2012 Daniel Bryan is at worst the number three guy in the whole promotion. But he's an 83 overall. But no, you get my point, though. At that worst, makes no a, sense. At worst, he's the number. I mean, if you want to say that he, Randy Orton's bringing him, fine. Let's do that. At worst, he's the number four guy in the entire promotion. And he was carrying more weight than anybody else uh, on on SmackDown and Raw than Randy Orton, CM Punk, or Cena. And that dude was and that dude was at you said eighty three, eighty three overall. This is this is a tragedy, James. That, that makes no sense. This is at ridiculous. All. Like, being like based off of these weird curve of ranking, he should have been in like the high eighties at that point in time. Then 2013, Dan Bryan, ninety two, which puts him on par with Roman Reigns right now. Like that's and also like uh, 2013 but, John Cena. They gave I'm them the confused, same rating. But I'm confused about the John Cena and um and Daniel Bryan uh, rating at the time because I thought that like the company is doing better than ever and they're selling out and they're making more money than ever because Roman Reigns is such a top is, is such a rock star and all the other bullshit. <laughs> so like so why would they be why why would 2013 Cena and 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 Bryan be rated hot? as high or higher than Roman when Roman's the top guy right now in this era when they're making more money than ever. What's going on here? The, so maybe the numbers ain't adding up, James. I don't know. There, there, there's some, there's, maybe there's some type of disconnect no, uh, that we don't know about. I mean, like, okay, so obviously I'm being funny, but like I don't I, I don't get why See this thing. This is stuff that like makes Roman looks looks bad. Look bad, but like Roman didn't do nothing wrong. Like you making Roman not to be a punching bag when he ain't do nothing. Like why does everything? Why does everything come back to like they've ruined Roman and there's nothing they can do and everything they do it makes him look bad even when his life some shit is like something's like innocuous like this. I've I've this is one of the perfect examples when I think people try to stand up and say Roman Reigns ain't the top guy while being like you know Roman Reigns supporters essentially and like you you get a look at where they rate him in these video games and all that and that's why I feel like this um conversation about it's not just a video game rating discussion this is how these people are seen and it's an it's, it's unofficial power ranking of of uh, of the of the roster it's similar to like 
when they do the uh, when they did the draft, when it's like, okay, Roman Reigns come, or sorry, uh, everybody in the shield were the first three picks, and then like the fourth fifth the fourth pick was like Charlotte or something, right? Yeah, and like AJ Styles was in there, and yeah, like and then that. like Kevin Owens was like in the you know seven, eight, or nine range or whatever. And people was like, like yeah, like people are getting power ranked out here, like. You don't have to fake about that. Yeah. Like, if, if, if I don't know. Like, and then 2014, Daniel Bryan, suddenly he loses three ratings points from 2013, and he's an 89. I don't know what they're, they were thinking, uh, and he's even worse now, apparently. So I, I don't know, man. I don't know what they're thinking with these okay. Daniel Bryan ratings. So, I feel like they got almost every single one of them wrong. Okay, so 2014, Daniel Bryan is literally – Three months, like I'm sorry, like more like four months. It's literally like he does the the Bray Wyatt thing, which is like the hottest he ever was. Um, it's causing people to revolt at the Royal Rumble and reject, you know, one of the greatest stars in the cup the last fifteen years, Batista. It it he like his overness fixes WrestleMania thirty. And then, like, he has one title defense, and then he has to retire. Why would he be lower then? That makes no sense to me. <laughs> I don't, I don't like, get it. Any, I don't like, get it. And also, any, at the time, and also at the time, like, he was higher rated than this in their actual games, which that's another part yeah. of this discussion that's, that yeah. is why these ratings are bullshit on a lot of levels. Like, we can literally go back to the WWE games of that era, and they say different things. So. Right, right, right. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just I just find it like that's really weird um, that even like obviously you know they're gonna say like it's great on a different curve from the previous editions like okay that's fine so why would 2013 Brian be that much better than 14 when he accomplished more and he accomplished more um, as far as kayfabe wise in 14 and 13 and he was still the same level of wrestler like it, it's just weird it's just weird. Yep. All right. Um, now that we're done with the Daniel Bryan section, I had to cool off. Um, like, this is, like this is more like nebulously like weird and, and like off and like illogical than WWE like booking, right? Like, it's, like this is really like what? What is no? What does this stuff even mean? Yeah. Um, Dean Ambrose is up next, so he is an 86 overall, James. So they're telling you this guy is way underneath. Um, He's two points ahead of Baron Corbin. He's six points underneath Roman Reigns. And I, I feel like this is the time to naturally check where Seth Rollins was. <laughs> Seth Rollins is an 88 overall, tied with Daniel Bryan. So huh. they've got um, Dean Ambrose underneath those guys. It feels like they've 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 shafted all these guys on ratings. Like They should all be, just be bumped up. Leave them in the same order, however you want to do with that. But these guys should all be bumped up. I mean, maybe would would you disagree if I said it feels to me like, um, like if you want to do the Roman as a top guy thing, fine, I'm gonna give a shit. But like Rollins and Strowman should be like the same rating. Correct. And, And this is another example of like, hey, these guys are always they're not number two or they're not one A. These guys are underneath him. Like, so anyone that wants to argue that bullshit and use Seth Rollins as a counterfactual, kick rocks like all of them. Like, he's four ratings points below. That's absurd. 
Like, it's that's absurd, like, obviously, on a lot of levels, because, A, they are a lot closer in real life, like you would think skill-wise and everything. But how they are looked at, it, it's correct. This is this is a reflection of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Big Daddy Cool Diesel, 87 overall. I don't have that much of an issue with that. You might want to even go a little higher for, for Big Daddy Cool. Because I fuck with Diesel. Okay, so who else is like an 87 in the contemporary right now? So 87 is a contemporary. Demon Finn Balor. Hold on. Wait a second. The demon the, is a higher um, rating than Finn, the, the human. Oh, yes. Yes. So, right why would, it, well. so why would the undefeated demon that is the inaugural uh, uh Shinsuke Nakamura is also an 87. Okay, so the the demon beat Seth Rollins with a separated shoulder to win the uh, universal title, right? Yes. The demon is undefeated um in all of in all of WWE history. The demon, um, well, yeah, one loss, but demon, we'll, we'll, I'll let you slide. Wait, what? He, oh yeah, that's right. He lost uh, to Joe. Sorry about that. Like, oh, let me phrase that. The demon is undefeated on main roster television, right? Right. right. Okay. The demon beat <laughs> the demon beat AJ Styles clean as a sheet in October. Correct. I mean, I don't. The demon just squashed Finn, or the demon just squashed Baron Corbin. New shit. So. Why would the demon not be like one of the highest uh, rated things, if not the highest thing, besides like Brock Lesnar? <laughs> I don't understand because funny? because these ratings are absolutely wacky. Uh, even though they're a, ref- a reflection of reality, like and it's nuts. That just tells you that maybe something's wrong here. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna try to pick up the pace a little bit on this. So we've got Dolph Ziggler is an eighty-four, Drew McIntyre is an eighty-three, which is absolutely ridiculous he's lower rated than Dolph Ziggler um <laughs> what do you okay let's do this right that, let, let's imagine we have these ratings right let's say we had let's say we had the same 93 as a cap uh next year where do you think uh he'll be next year he's got to be at least an 88 or 89 thank you that's a, thank you that's that's um Dusty Rhodes, he has two guys for whatever reason. So there's a Dusty Rhodes in 1985, and then there's just a regular Dusty Rhodes. The regular Dusty Rhodes is an 85 overall, and the Dusty Rhodes in 1985 is an 88 overall. So I guess, you know, he's better than Andre the Giant. I don't know. Okay, so 85 Dusty Rhodes. uh, Let's phrase this. This McMahon... If Vince Man didn't have his predilection towards like rippling muscles or whatever else, Dust or Vince Man would shove Roman Reigns off a cliff to get H5 Dusty Rolls as a baby face. Are you out of your fucking mind? Do you, do you remember what 85 was? 85 is the Ric Flair feud. Like, what? We're talking about maybe the greatest baby face to ever live. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I don't. So I don't. we've got. We got uh, Latino Heat, Eddie Guerrero, 89 overall. Uh, Based on that 93 scale, I think you got him in the right place. If this was a real scale, you probably got him at a 94, maybe a 95. 
uh, with Eddie and him being yep. a, as talented as a wrestler than anyone. Like, yeah, as about so. anyone has ever like been produced in this country. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we've got Edge also in 89 uh, overall. So Eddie Guerrero and Edge, like guys that weren't quite, you know, on that WWE level as far as, you know, being the top guy, they're lumped in similarly there. Um, Elias, 82 overall. So, Why is he not in the 70s? They think he's a future champion. So? I I have no answer, sir. Uh, Elias being 82, I'm mm, not here for it. Uh, especially when they have Jason Jordan as a 78 overall. And I think that's a fair comparison. Would it not be? Um, I mean, they're basically like, you know how they talk, uh, uh, Bill Simmons talked about like the, the people that are table setters and certain people put things on the table and people take stuff off the table? Yeah. Okay. If you can, if you could, they both have ten physiques, right? Both of them, right? Right, ten out of ten physiques and height or what all that stuff, right? If you could somehow get Jason Jordan to be able to perform and talk like Elias, or get um, Elias to be able to wrestle like Jason Jordan, he'd be the top guy in the company, right? Or, or that amalgamation, <laughs> or, you know, Elias Jordan, Elias Jordan would be the yes. top, number one top guy in the company right now. Would you disagree? I think you're you're you. I think you might be on to something there. Yeah, so, uh, especially like, the way they you know look at folks. Yeah, so, so like I you know, and also Jason Jordan beat him in the in their feud that they had. So like Jason Jordan would be higher than Elias. Yeah. Um. So we've got Ember Moon up next, eighty-one yeah. overall. Because one thing is this. Um, on 2K, I don't, I don't know. I haven't played 2K in a while, but I didn't remember a time when like you could actually like you know pressing buttons to actually have a five star promo or performance. Like you wrestle in the <laughs> you game, you gotta fight. You know, if you have to wrestle in the game, you they only got like they they do have a promo engine now. Okay, all right. But, well, that... okay, all but, right. Well, but but the so... majority of the game is done wrestling. So okay, so then Jason George should be higher than Elias. Correct. Um, so we've got Ember Moon as an 81. Yes, Ember Moon over Bailey. Uh, even though Ember Moon is done next to Jack shit on the main roster. Um, in her gimmick is that she's the moon. Literally. Finn Balor, 85 overall. The Demon, 87, as James touched on earlier. Up next, we have our buddy Goldberg. Uh, 90 overall. So based on that 80, that 93 scale. I don't know. I think it's a little low. I think if you're looking at, I, I don't know if this is current day Goldberg. I don't know if current, this is a current day Goldberg was the first person to beat Brock Lesnar in how many years? Queen <laughs> of the Sheet. <laughs> yeah. Current day Goldberg is one is like one of the very few baby faces that actually like worked at, worked in his program and people actually gravitate him and liked him and and wanted to cheer for him. I, you know, I current day Goldberg, who in 1998, 99, 2000 through 2003 was considered a liability as a promo, was one of the very best promos of the, of the company of the last like two or three years. I, you know, like he should be at 92. He really should be. He should be. Yeah. So <clears throat> I think if you're so Goldberg. Goldberg was one of my favorite video game characters of all time in WCW NWO Revenge. For yes. my money, he was a hundred overall. And yes. <laughs> that shit, you can yes. spear someone all day, jack him to death, yes. and he was just clean the entire roster out. Yes. So the 90 rating is interesting. I'm not gonna trip on it. 
Um, it could be higher, but you know, it should be higher. It should be a ninety-two or a ninety-three because you know he beat he embarrassed Gold. I'm sorry, he he beat he squashed Lesnar. He threw him out the Rumble, and then he lost in the one of the greatest five-minute matches in WWE history, if not the greatest. So we got we got up next. We got Luke Harper, who is an eighty-four overall. And that puts him on par with Baron Corbin, um, who is quickly becoming the Mendoza line of this entire debate. Uh, I don't know anyone who in their right mind would have um, Luke Harper behind Baron Corbin, especially how Luke Harper has been a tag team champion. Yes, I know uh, Baron Corbin won the U.S. championship, but it wasn't really a a reign about nothing. Um, Do this. Tight. What would you say is the best singles Corbin match? Uh, maybe the AJ Styles match from uh, SmackDown last year when he defended the U.S. belt. Would that rank in the best 10 Luke Harper matches in WWE history? Probably not. Okay, thank you. Would, that, next, it, would it rank in the top five singles matches in Luke Harper uh, WWE history? Fuck no. Okay, then. Thank you. So like, You watched that 2014 um TLC match with a Ziggler, you tell me that Corbin can do some shit even close to that. <laughs> so we've got Hideo Tommy, 76 overall. This is a guy that goes on about being disrespected. There's no bigger disrespect than this. <laughs> 76? God damn. Well, I mean... I can't really speak on it. Like, I haven't seen him wrestle since, like, TakeOver. Yeah. Jake the Snake Roberts, 85 overall. What? Yeah, 85 overall. I don't know. Okay, so you're much you're a much bigger Jake the Snake Roberts fan than I am. Mm-hmm. The fact that he is below Dean Ambrose boils my boils my blood. That is infuriating. Jake the Snake was a top guy, one of the few guys that during that era you could have said we can. You know what? We could actually put the belt on him and pe- and like, you know, not put it on Savage, not put it on Hogan, not put it on I don't know who or Slaughter for some dumb fucking reason. Like, and people wouldn't have, wouldn't have bat an eye. They'd be like, "Yep, that, that sounds right." Yeah. Absolutely. I love Jade the Snake Roberts. I think this is a little low, um, especially on that 93 scale, the legend scale. They have him two points behind Andre the Giant. They have him uh, on par with the regular Dusty Rhodes. Um, I think both of those guys are a little underrated. Uh, I think you you should be talking about at least like an 88 for Jake Roberts. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And up next, let's see who we got. We have Jacqueline. So she's an 82 overall. Interesting. Um, Jason Jordan, as we mentioned, 78 overall. Jeff Hardy, 84. Exactly the same as Baron Corbin. Have these people lost their minds, James? Is any Okay. Like, neither one of us are really, like, huge Jeff Hardy fans. Right. We just, like... No, like they're not the same level. They're n- not even close. Like Jeff Hardy is still somehow good after like doing what he's done to his body over the last 20 years, 20 plus years. Corbin ain't good. Period. The end. 
the end. Um, we've got the Usos, and the Usos have two versions of themselves. They have 2014 versions uh, yeah. where they're both 82 overalls, and then now they have 84 overalls. So I know both of these guys are better than Baron Corbin, but maybe it's, it's way different because they're tag team guys. Not sure. Um, Jinder Mahal, 83 overall. Now, this should be much lower. Um <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 uh, last year he famously got up to an 88 overall, uh, coming off him winning the WWE championship. He's been scaled back a great deal this year. I feel like he should be scaled back even further. There's no planet in which him and Drew McIntyre are of the same class right now. Like, other, I mean, obviously, you know, you throw in the three and B connection, that's the only thing they got in common, right? Like, one guy is going, look, one guy is going to the moon, the other guy is going in the shitter, yeah. Um, up next, we got current day John Cena is an 89 overall. He, yes, still better than Daniel Bryan, people. Um, even though John Cena is now growing a head full of hair, he lives in China, he's said to be in a midlife crisis, barely shows up. 89 overall, I mean, he's, I think he that is kind of you know, 89, 88, he's right there. Uh, I think this is the first real example of them putting the beats on Cena's rating, and I think this is just a, an attempt to move him around. Um, so I have a problem with this because, like, we all know that if John Cena showed up full time, he'd be the number one draw in the company, correct? Easily, um. He can't wrestle like he used to, but I don't at this point, I don't know if that's a byproduct of him being rusty and not wrestling and breaking down, or like this fact that WWE doesn't let anybody wrestle like they used to. So right. I, I really don't know. Um, but yeah, like it, I mean, I would have a higher, I would have had him at a 92. I would have had him at 92 and 91. <laughs> Got a comment from Dan. He says Baron Corbin should be a negative number. <laughs> I will say that he should be in the seventies because he's a because he is the worst amongst the mid card acts that they have in WWE. He should be like a 77, 78. I would say probably like in I'll probably say like an eighty, flat eighty or seventy nine. Um, we've got John Cena two thousand three. That's an eighty two overall. We've got John Cena in 2013, 92, which puts him on par with Roman Reigns uh, current day. Two thousand three. Well. Is that the prototype Cena? That is early rapper Cena. Ah, okay. So that's so that's like that's Hill Cena saying homophobic stuff. Yes, even the oh. babyface Cena did the same thing. So you know, oh, okay. <laughs> you know every I'll, I'll never forget your brother Daniel saying, "Yeah, man, if you listen to every one of them old John Cena raps, he's always calling someone gay, or or he says something like, <laughs> like, like, yeah, yes, yes, so, yes, yes." Um, Johnny Gargano. The top star of NXT, I, I, it's fair to fair to say. Well, I mean, I don't know about now. Well, not now. I, yeah, like or for most of the year, he was. Um, he's an eighty overall. I don't know about that, bro. I mean, if okay, so if Aleister Black is an eighty four, then Johnny Gargano should also be an eighty four. If Adam Cole's an eighty one, I don't know how you put Johnny sorry, Gargano what? in an eighty. Okay, I, I forgot that Adam Cole's 81. Okay, yeah. so, like, you want me to turn this off, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, like, man. Adam yeah. Cole, like, it took me... How do I say this without sound like a, a, a complete jerk Adam Cole? Adam Cole proved to me that he can be great at times, right? Um, right. At Brooklyn Four. 
Johnny uh-huh. Gargano is the greatest in-ring performer in NXT history. <laughs> like, he has two five-star matches. He has a slew of other four-and-a-half-star matches in tag teams and singles. He has a, um, like, nah, like, this is whatever. Like, if you want to do that with Adam Cole, sure. Like, but this is an outrage, pal. You know what? This isn't about Adam Cole. This is just about the fact that they fucked up the rating from for everyone. Gargano. So, like, that's really more than anything. Like, this isn't that say that Adam Cole should be higher too. He should be like an eighty-three compared to um, I'm sorry, eighty-two or whatever. Johnny should be an eighty-four, maybe eighty-five, but whatever. Yeah. Um, we got Kyrie Sane as a 79 overall. So she's got two things working against her. She's got the wacky women's rating system yep. and she's got the NXT. So <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I would go a lot higher on that. She's the uh, highest we, is she, is, who's the highest rated woman? Uh, for NXT? I think it's Shayna Baszler at 81. Mm, okay. Mm. <clears throat> I, w- so, I, would, I mean, if she's 81, I'll have Kyrie obviously higher. So we've got a uh, Kane at an 80 overall. Current day Kane, masked Mayor Kane is an 80 overall. Um, yes, better than Jason Jordan. Um, so we've got 2012 Kane, who is an 83 overall. 1998 Kane, who's an 87 overall. I think that's the the, the problem here. 1998 Kane should be like a 90. He should at least be Strowman. At least. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Like, I mean, actually, no. Strowman or Kane, 98 Kane should, 98, you know, when they were protecting Kane as Michael Myers, like, with with, with fire, like, he, I mean, he might have been even higher than Strowman. During that first run, they never made Corbin look, or excuse me, uh, Strowman look the way they've made, <laughs> or Kane look the way they've made Strowman look in some of these scenarios. Absolutely. Hell, Kane became champion. It was for a right. day, but he was champion. They won't even do that for Strowman. <laughs> look, they barely let that man touch the belt. Like, <laughs> yeah. like seriously, like if, if, imagine we had Undertaker in some good shape. You think he's finna, you think he'd be out here, uh, just out here dominating Undertaker? I don't. Yeah, um, we've got Cassius Ono up next, who was a 73 overall. That is a crime to humanity. Even dealing with the NXT rating system, that is a crime, sir. Yeah, Um, you know, bottom of the car guy in NXT, like, I guess that's appropriate, I guess. So they've got Kevin Nash, as as I mentioned, as regular Kevin Nash is an 88 overall. Um, I think you got to take him down a little bit. Maybe in '87, maybe in '86, he wasn't the the harbinger for hard work um, in WCW. <laughs> he was a guy that that ended up beating the streak of Goldberg. So maybe that's what was taken into account here. Um, is there Ramon in the game? Yes. Is Scott Hall in the game? Yes. Okay, just wondering. You know, both of them guys get two checks forever. Uh- <laughs> hey, quick question. <laughs> Is is uh is Scott Hall also a uh high, a lower rating as as their as his real name than like as the gimmick? Let's see, let's see. So Scott Hall is an eighty six. Razor Ramon is an eighty five. So why is that? Re- I mean, maybe it's because he was champion. I don't know. 
Like well, these, Diesel was in '87 and Nash was in '88. They were better in WCW. They absolutely were, and they drew a hell of a lot more too. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like we went from you know this company is going down the tubes with these two guys. They're leaving, and they go over here, and they start, and they bl- and they blow up the Monday Night Ra- the Monday Night War, and make it a huge thing, and make you know like WCW actually like you know as a gigantic thing now. And it's a gigantic threat, and WC and WWE might go out of WWF might go out of business. Yeah, like they are, they were better in WCW. They absolutely were. So we got we got Kevin Owens uh, right now with an eighty-eight overall. As we mentioned earlier, he might be a little lower, and that's through no fault of his own. Um, they just have handicapped him in a lot of different ways. Just he's done a lot. It's like you've done so much with this guy. It's like, what do you do next? More good stuff. Maybe turn him face. Look, maybe look, maybe turn him baby face. I don't know. Um, I mean, that was a, that was a thought after that match he had and where he retired. We thought like maybe that you know <laughs> give him, he has no direction. We don't know. He comes back in a week and just goes back. No, nope, same deal. Same deal. New um, shit. Yeah, like Kevin Owens. Any other year, that's appropriate. This year, no. Yeah, man. Um, we've got King Booker up next with an eighty-six overall. I think that's kind of appropriate. Um, you know, he wasn't the peak of uh, of Booker T. If I had to put a, uh, a list on it, 1998 Booker T was like a 93, 94 level guy, right? 98 Booker T should be the, would be the top guy in the company right now. You know, except that one thing, you know. Um. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, you know, like the, think of how people talk about Patrick Clark. Yeah. He ain't on Booker T's level. He ain't, he ain't on Booker T. Hell no. Yeah. Um, Kofi Kingston, we've got 84 overall, putting him in line with Big E. Uh, 2012, Kofi Kingston, we've got 82. So, um, Kurt Angle, 2001, we've got 86. Kurt Angle, 2006, they've got 89 overall. So, really interesting to see like how they did that with the Angle. Uh, for me, I would have put 2002 Kurt Angle in the game when he had the bald head and he was just getting it going with, uh, you know, going over SmackDown. That's the angle I would have used rather than 2001, but not my game. Um, you said he's yeah. 89? There's an 89 in 2006. Okay, so isn't 2006 Kurt Angle, like, isn't he uh- – He's better than AJ. He's a lot better than AJ Styles this year. This year, correct. Yes. So why is he not 81? I'm sorry, 91 or 92? Maybe they've got that whole Legends thing on them that puts him on par with Eddie Guerrero, it looks like. Um, I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah. He should uh, be not, 2006 angle should be higher. That's all, I'm, that's all I'm really trying to say. So they've got Kyle O'Reilly at a 79. So that puts him two points behind Adam Cole, one point behind Johnny Gargano. Lars Sullivan at an 80. Yep, Lars Sullivan, uh, 80 overall. Um, James, they had Keith Lee do a clean job to Lars Sullivan at a house show I was at recently. I couldn't be more baffled in my life. It's a house show. Yeah. It's a house show. Clean. Beat him with his finish. Like, bro, they, they, like, they go, they go like, through that shows to protect remember, people. Like, remember, they out here beating what's it called on house shows, too. Like, they're beating like Donovan Dijak and not even having it on TV for months, like, while he's still on the ring, like, still doing security and shit. So, like, I, I, I would take that with a grain of salt. I, I think, I mean, 
you ask me who has more upside is obviously Keith Lee, right? Um, he can do more stuff uh, promo wise, but we'll see. Like, <clears throat> we'll see, we'll see. Like, I, I mean, it, I guess it's appropriate seeing that he's the he's the monster of the of the of the uh, promotion. So, like, I mean, he needs to be. He, I would probably have him higher, honestly. Yeah, they've got uh, Lex Luger at an 86 overall, which is a crime. There's no way he's better than Jake the Snake Roberts. There's no way that he's better than the British Bulldog. There's no way that he's better than uh, – let well, this puts him one point behind Andre the Giant. Um, that puts him one point behind Diesel. I am a big Lex Luger fan. I may have put him at an 85. Nothing lower than that, though. See, the thing, the Corbin thing throws everything off. He's like, bro, if Corbin's 85, then, like, all these dudes that, like, came before that were actually, like, way higher. Like, but were, quote, unquote, disappointing. Like, they're still so much better than Corbin is, like, like, Corbin wouldn't be on TV in the 90s, bro. He just wouldn't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That made me doing dark matches. Like, no, bro. Like, ain't no way. Yeah, man. They, um, I, yeah, that Corbin thing is, like, it's really like um, throwing it off. So I got a, another comment from Dan. He was said, uh, 2002 Kurt Angle should be a 92 overall. That would put him on par with Roman Reigns right now. Uh, I agree. I wasn't watching that time, so I can't speak on that. All I know is like, I remember like, um, like WrestleMania 20 or WrestleMania 19 or whatever through like WrestleMania 21, 20 or even 22. Like, that era, because the match I saw that he had in that era, like he was absolutely the guy. Like, yeah, they pushed that fucker Triple H or whatever, because obviously, you know, family, but the nepotism. But Angle was the guy creatively in in the ring. So, you know. And supposedly that man was the highest paid, but I don't know if that's true. So they've got Lita. I, I would have believed it. That would have been it would have been him or like the rock when he was still around at times or Lesnar after Lesnar blew up. Yeah. They've got Lita up next and she is an 84 overall. I don't know. I don't know about that one, chief. I I think you got to drop her to like an 83. I don't know. Lita was cool. I would, I would say that's, I would say that's, I would have made her 85 with all the other women that are like the top. Oh, of they the can't era. do that. You know why, why they not? can't do that. Because she's not, she doesn't have yellow hair. Well, they have that. And then also she was the B side like to, to Trish. And, and we'll just go to Trish's rating. Trish Stratus is an 85, putting her on par with all the other blonde women. They call their top star at a particular time. Yeah. I'm noticing these things, James. I, yeah. I can't help it. um so they've got up next um man let's see where we're at we've got uh luke harper in 2014 84 overall still the same i don't know um he's that just puts him you know he's still consistently excellent but he's better than baron corbin no matter what version it is um we've got matt hardy up next and he is an 84 overall james putting him on par with baron corbin you know, I absolutely have nothing good to say about Matt Hardy uh, outside of like the funny, the funny stuff that is the, the all that woke stuff or all not the woke stuff, all the broken stuff, right? I think that's I think it's hilariously bad, right? Um, however, um, 
He's even still he's better than Baron Corbin. Corbin. So Dan, Dan with another with another zinger for Baron Corbin. He said Baron Corbin would have been in between Midian and Viscera in the ministry back in the day. <laughs> yes, you know what? You know what? They take look. They lift Midian, get him off the table, and they put Corbin ass down there. And then they actually, you know what? Corbin would have been in DOA. <laughs> oh yeah, he would have definitely been in the, in the DOA, as uh, Brian Alvarez would say. <laughs> Oh man. Uh, so up next we've got a um we've got Mickey James, 78 overall. Hey, and I guess that's hey, current day Mickey hey, James. Baron Corbin is a tall lost son, except he was never in the military. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> this is the Baron the We Kill Corbin episode. Fuck him. He's terrible, bro. Like, like I don't, and it's not even his fault. Like they pushed this dude to this level when he's not even there. That's not even yeah. on him. Like he's and they have him wrestle with his style that makes him look even worse than he actually is. Like, the dude ain't no stiff. He's not a stiff. He can move, yeah, yeah. but they got him move, run, like, wrestle like a sloth. Yeah. Um, like he's so, diesel. They have him wrestle like he's diesel. Oh, man. He's, um, he's diesel with twice as many moves. Jesus. I'll, I'll take diesel over Baron Corbin any day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The jackknife was over with me, uh, pal. <laughs> Look, the Jack Knight, look, the, 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 the fucking hair flip, that shit was over with me, uh, Chief, you know? Oh, God. <laughs> um, so up next, we've got The Miz, who has an interesting rating. You know, everything about The Miz is interesting as far as, like, where he falls in any type of hierarchy. So The Miz is an 86 overall. I think this is fair. I My initial thought was 87. So, yeah. Yeah. So the 2010 version of the Miz is an 84 overall. So uh, two points in the modern day. Um, Mr. McMahon, a 73 overall. Yeah, Mr. McMahon's in the game. So, um, so, it's, so obviously it's him wearing like it's him like it from from the 90s, right? Yeah, or or the 2006 one where he would wear the sweater and he would have the the gloves on the fist with the black jeans. With the Durag, no, the Durag was later. The Dur, no, wait, wait the Durag that's was they, w, that, right? Yeah, that's what they need. They need Durag Vince in the game. Okay. Look, they put Durag in the Vince, uh, Durag Vince in the game. I'll buy it. I I buy nothing about Vince Man because because he's out here. Pro- Never mind. I'm not even. <laughs> so this one is really gonna get under your skin, James. Mister Perfect, eighty three overall. Like, am I supposed to sit down? Are you out of your mind? Dude, okay. Do you know how many people, do you know how many people that that are anti-90s Brent that say, and you know what? You know why they say they're anti-Brent for the most part? Or one of the things about that is, they say is, perfect should have been the guy, not Brent. Oh, well. No, I'm just saying, like, this is a person that, like, if you like, if you hold Brett's heart in high regard, there are a lot of people that are like anti Brett or whatever. Uh-huh. You know Brett is overrated. Yeah, and like Bill like, Simmons. You, you want to say his name? Yeah, Bill Simmons. Flat. Yeah. Bill, right? Yeah. Fuck it's, you, Simmons. You're wrong. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think. Look, I feel that he's wrong as well. However, Perfect was so charismatic and was so awesome. And he could wrestle his ass off. And when he wrestled people that that um when he wrestled people that were on his level or above him, he made him like a million dollars and bumped his ass off for people. Like 
for as much of a technical, technically proficient um, wrestler and a, and great storyteller that Brett is, what I think Brett might be the best storyteller I've ever seen in a wrestling ring um, in North America, right? <laughs> um, I I think that Perfect is a guy that if you wrestled him, he can make you look as good in shorter time if there's no story. Like as far as like. He can get you from a nobody to a somebody in one match in the same way that Brett could get you from a somebody to you're, you're Stone Cold Steve Austin. Right. Right. That's how I feel about perfect. For NBA 83 is ridiculous. That's absurd. Yeah. Um, especially, not- no, especially given the era that we're in where perfect is – a gigantic guy in this era, as opposed to just oh, he's smallish. Yeah, he's probably like what six three. Uh, I'd probably say six somewhere two. around like the six six two two hundred and thirty pound ish range. Yeah, no, that means right. <laughs> yeah, right. So, but he'd I'm- absolutely be a top guy in this company right now if he was still if, if he was put in the time machine and brought back to life. Right. Um, up next, we got Mustafa Ali, who is an 81 overall. He's got, you know, the 205 live thing working against him. I think that's a really good rating for him. Uh, Ali's one of the, you know, rising guys for everyone that watches 205. He's the guy that everyone uh, rides for. And, yeah, yeah, I've fought with Mustafa Ali from day one of the CWC where I've seen him. So, um, hopefully he gets to break out one day. Naomi. Eventually. Yeah. Um, Naomi, 82 overall. Uh, putting her uh, on par with Jacqueline. I wonder why. Um, <laughs> um, so um, Nate, we got a we got a glut a, a bunch of women's ratings in a row. So this is probably a little a good discussion here. So we've got Natalia at eighty three, Nia Jax at eighty four, Nikki Bella at eighty one, Paige at eighty three. Okay, so Paige, Natalia, and Becky are all eighty threes, right? Correct. Huh. All right. Um, Nia's at 84. You know what that's about. Um, <laughs> um, that's also funny. Like, she beat like she beats the living hell out of Alexa Bliss, and this is low, rated lower than her. That's just funny. This is so funny. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't really have much of an issue. Is there anyone in particular you saw that you like that, that's just flat out wrong? I feel like the Nikki Bella era, uh, one is a little low, you especially know like how how they're presented, right. how You're dominant right. she was. You should be and She she's as much of a face of an era as um any of the rest of them were. Those eighty fives. You should be at eighty five, like, um, you know, like the way so they regardless of what people want to say about her or her sister, like obviously, like you know. Nikki did go from here to here. And, you know, if you're watching yep. on YouTube, you saw what I meant. Um, <clears throat> but and then you look at her. I know she's like, you know, we've got some discussion to be had about if she's really a ratings draw or anything, because I don't feel like anyone is. And also Total D was doing terrible ratings at the moment. Right. Um, but she encompassed an entire period of time and she's been around a long time. Her as an 81 makes no sense. Yeah, like. There, you're right. She should be amongst. She should be in the eighty five with every, all with like the the Alexa, Trish, um, Beth, that that and Alexa phylum. She should definitely be 
in there at 85. Uh, like, like, there's no way on earth you'll convince me that the peak of Alexa Bliss is better than the peak of Nikki Bella. I'm sorry. Like, and I know they have relatively like the same like amount of star ratings and everything, but Nikki Bella at least looks like she can whoop your ass. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's a hell of a lot more believable. Yeah. Um, like, granted, like as much as I guess it's a tiebreaker between the believability and the promo area. <laughs> like that's yeah. the t- like that makes it. They might as well just be ties to be like, yeah, they should all be 85. Yeah. I, so yeah, I like. You you threw a, a slate of names uh, names and numbers at me, so I, like, I lost track of Nikki. But yeah, Nikki, I would have said if I remember that, I would have said Nikki should have been higher, and not um, even if you should have been eighty five with the other girls. Yeah. So they've got Pete Dunn on here, uh, and he is an eighty one overall. Now Pete Dunn might actually be, and I've heard this from like Joe Lanza, Voices of Wrestling, the most single talented best. TV wrestler in the history of WWE. Anytime he shows up, it's four stars or better. Like, <laughs> he doesn't show up that often. But when he does, like, and he's an 81 overall, so he's got a couple things working against him. He's got a thing. He's barely in NXT. Like, he's in the NXT UK, damn near. So he was only going to get so much respect. Hey. But if you guys have seen his character model, his character model is really on point. Hey, so I got a question, right? Yeah. We still don't know when when uh, NXT UK like starts airing, right? Correct. But we know they started taping. Yes. Will they have merch? No. Okay. Especially like, and I don't know what type of contract he's on. I think Dunn might want to get that checked out. You know, he might be on one of them, as you you, you say, like how Cash Money be handing people contracts from the eighties, <laughs> like in in music, like it hands you that contract from the nineteen eighties where they just just fuck you. Now I think Dunn might want to get them numbers looked at, Jack. Oh, like, <laughs> check that out, Chief. Um, <laughs> yeah, so like Dunn, got- Dunn's incredible. Like, and I was always a huge holdover on Dunn because, like, I was more into bait, but. They're just they're the same guy. Like they're, they're like, the they're same both, guy. They're equally as good, except one is more menacing in the in and um in torture and more of a torturer as far as like working a limb, and the other one is more spectacular as far as the athlete. So but, but they're the same, they more or less are the same guys as far as the quality you get in the ring whenever they show up. So yeah. Yep. Um we got Peyton Royce of the Iconics. She's a 78 overall. Um I don't know. At least she's not on the level with the rest of them because she's clearly underneath. Yeah, um, okay. So this is my only question I'm going to have for you for the, as far as uh, the Iconics. Is Peyton Royce the higher rated one? She should be. I, I, I left her, uh, I left Billy Kay out of the discussion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I was like, I don't care about the range. I just want to know that like, at least they got that part right. That, Billy, that, that Peyton Royce is the, more, is the, is the better one. So uh, we've got R-Truth here. Uh, he's got two entries in the game. He's got the 2012 version where he was an 80. Currently, he's a 77. The I don't know about you. 2012 version of R-Truth? Um, yeah, 2012 R-Truth was not it. I, I guess that was when he was a tag team with Kofi Kingston. Ah, okay. Yep. Um, we got Randy Orton current day as an 87 overall. And we've got 2013 Randy Orton is an 88 overall. I feel like he's underrated on both. Actually, no. Current day is fine. I feel like he's underrated in 2013. He should definitely be like a 91 in 2013, maybe a 90. Yeah, I can see that. I would say 90. So we've got my man Dan's favorite guy, the macho man, uh, Randy Savage. Now, Savage has two different versions. He has one version where it's just regular, listed, macho man Randy Savage. He's an 89 overall. 
Now they have Macho Man Randy Savage from 1992, where he's a 90 overall. This seems all kinds of fucked up. Like, <laughs> like he should at least be a 91, like AJ Styles. Um, he is better than Andre Giant. The thing that throws this off is you don't have a Hogan to to link him to because I, Hogan's not in the game for obvious reasons, thank God. Um, which actually that could change in the coming years, but. They've like looking at the other guys, they have Roberts at N85. Is this a fair ranking? Should it be higher? Um, Rich. <clears throat> okay, who uh, the Open Warriors two best matches? Who are they with? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say the Macho Man Randy Savage and probably Mr. Perfect. Or no, excuse me, not Mr. Perfect. Uh, Ravish and Rick Rude. I would have said Macho Man and Macho Man. And then and then, <laughs> like, you can, then, you can, then you can throw in like the the um the the perfect stuff, the rude stuff, and the Hogan stuff, right? But his two best matches are SummerSlam 92 and WrestleMania 91 or WrestleMania 7. Yeah, so, yeah. I know I know what you mean. Yeah. So for me like 92 for 92 to have the higher rating than the overall i just find weird because like that's when you start getting like macho man wrestling in a full body suit uh-huh like he's wrestling in a romper like can you be real he's that's wrestling funny. in a romper that's funny it's the finest romper you ever seen but it's a romper right <laughs> um and then I'm assuming like the other Macho Man is like 80s Macho Man with like the bandana and the uh, and the you know the uh, uh, the 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 cape deal Look, or whatever. They need to stop hating on the Macho King. I like the Macho King, uh, Randy Savage in like '89. Um, Dude, I've said I've said this I don't know how many times, but like from the time Macho Man first wins or no from WrestleMania four to the time they're both done with the company. Macho Man in important times and moments had a more compelling thing going on uh, between him and Hogan all the time, all the time. Whether it was SummerSlam or whether it was uh, WrestleMania, he always had the more important thing going on at, the, at these big, gigantic shows and programs. Um, so we're going besides that point. Macho, they, they would shove the entire shield off a cliff to get Macho <laughs> Man rich. What are we talking about here? This Macho is Man. This is really bad. Macho Man is not a um for the company. He is not a uh, Mount Rushmore person. But well, he's he's, he's right. He's he's knocking on the door. But he because you know because so much time has passed. But at one point he was, and if he's not on Mount Rushmore, he's definitely in the pantheon on in the pantheon on Mount Olympus. I don't know what is going on. This makes no sense. He ain't no damn Roman Roman Reigns. Ain't no damn Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. And anybody that has a problem with that, <laughs> we got two words for you. Um, you're wrong. Like, yeah. That's my two words. I ain't going to tell you something. I'm just going to say you're wrong. Uh, so up next, we've got Ravishing Rick Rude, 84 overall. A little bit low for me. I fought for Rick Rude. I think you're, you got to look at him at no, no less than Roberts, and I feel like they need to be both bumped up to like an 86, maybe with Roberts going in at an 87. Like this is this is a part of eighty four. That, like, that, that it looks like there's a there's a bias, James, a recency bias. Uh, all these Baron guys Corbin, in the eighties are getting shafted. Like bro, that Baron Corbin 
84 thing is like just that shit is coming back to like bite this whole shit in the ass. Like, yes, like, like yes, it's like wrong. Everything is thrown off. <laughs> and like the floor, like basically what they're saying is the floor is high at 84. And because uh, we put uh, Brock at 93, the ceiling is low. low. Like, everybody's yeah. like just jammed and compressed. It's so weird. Just how they like it. You know they don't what? want no they don't want no 99s. You know they don't what? want no 98s. How many more do we have to go because that might be a good ending point right there? Oh, we we've, we've got uh we we got a, quite a few but uh, oh let me God, Yeah, let, let, like we're in the Rs. So um oh I'm God. I'm obviously going to skip over those like Rhino and Razor. Um so we've got Razor Ramon uh, at an 85 we discussed earlier. Rick Flair at a 91. Um 88 Ric Flair at a 90, 1991 Ric Flair at a 90. Um, oh, sorry, sorry, you confused me. Start do the Ric Flairs again. Sorry about that. So regular Ric Flair is uh-huh. just listed at 91. Okay. 1988 Ric Flair is at 90. 1991 Ric Flair with the short haircut and right. WCW is at a 90 overall as well. Ric Flair should be nothing less than at the top. Like this is too low. Like they, they fucked this up again. Like everything, ditto from Savage to Flair. Like <laughs> just, yeah. yeah, 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 pretty much, uh, pretty much. Be fair to Flair, as uh, as as uh, Dan said <laughs> in like. the comments. So uh, we got the model Rick Martel, eighty two. We got Ricky Morton, eighty four. Uh, Ray Mysterio, eighty six, and this is current Mysterio, I believe. Um. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, we got him 1987 and 1994. 1987 version is an 87 overall. Um, 1994, he's an 85 overall. Rikishi, huh. 82. Rikishi's better than Baron Corbin. Um, <laughs> so we've got Robert Gibson from the I United States. I don't know. If, I don't know if that's true, but I, however, I don't even want to argue about that. I just want to just move on. Hey, Rikishi's <laughs> dancing or Baron Corbin? That's my point. I said I don't want to argue about it. I said okay. I just don't know, but I don't want to argue about it because, like, Corbin's just the worst. So let's just okay. So we've got The Rock up next. Uh, ninety three overall, current day, Mister in the in Hollywood doing the movies. He's a ninety three overall, the peak of the game, none yeah. higher. Except yeah. you know, actually, yeah, no one's higher. There's only someone on his level, and that's yeah. Brock, who's been the world champion for all this time. Do you think Vincent Mann still wants to book? A, a Lesnar and Rock match, like is, is this his way of telling us that? I mean, if they do it now, it would be appropriate seeing how they always get the stuff past its peak. So, <laughs> like, it would be appropriate. So, yeah, why not? Sure. So we've got 2001 Rock, uh, as James mentioned, the Rock at the peak of his powers, 91 overall. Somehow, two points worse. They fucked this up. <laughs> like, There's no like, way up. Is a two point bump like is a two point bump for the physique? I don't get it. Is yeah, it, maybe it's the muscles. I don't. I don't it, know. Is it because he's now on the gas? Like, on the gas? <laughs> like what is? Oh, you doing, Rock? You on the gas? <laughs> oh man. Oh, uh, we got Roderick Strong, who's seventy nine overall. So if you look at all the undisputed era guys, O'Reilly and. Um, Strong are both 79s. Fish is 77. Cole, the leader at 81. Um, Man, they, really, they really look, they know just like we do. They we think Fish is, is, is like, the, wow, he's the fourth horseman. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, like, get him out of here. You could be replaced. <laughs> <sighs> Up next. You could be only Anderson or you could be 
or D Malenko. Barry from, Wyndham. Yes, like, Barry, all the, it's always the fourth guy, always. So up next, Roman Reigns, 92 overall. I think we've been through it based on how they're doing this whole thing. If a 93 is the fucking zenith, I don't think Roman Reigns is at the zenith per- personally. He like should, he should be a like if that's look, he's the top guy on the everyday roster. Like if he's not gonna be the um not if 93 is the highest they're gonna go, then 92 will be appropriate for me. And for me, like I would have been, I mean, if we're doing to a hundred instead of to 93, he should be like a 96, 97. I would I would go 96. I would go 96. Yeah. So that would be like, yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that, and said on that scale, he would be a 99 according to them. No, sir. That, that's not how this thing works. Um, so they've got uh, Ronda Rousey as an 87. She's the greatest star uh, in WWE women's wrestling history already. Um, total disagree on that. I think they're jumping the gun, but I don't think they could put a game out without her being the top rated because she's like, she's uh, a DLC. You know, component and everything else. I think it's a bit nuts, personally, especially when we um, start going a little bit further down, which I have not got to lose my mind properly yet. Um, oh yeah, but, we, we're going to get to the S's soon, aren't we? Okay. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, you you know right where I'm going. Yeah. Uh, so we we got Rowdy Roddy Piper. 19, uh, excuse me, uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. He's an 86 overall. Uh, I'll take Jake the Snake Roberts, please. Um, y'all can have Roddy Piper and, and all his problematic promos. I'll take Jake the Snake Roberts. Um, they um, so Ruby Riot, 80 overall, tied with Bailey Rusev, 84. Um, in no planet can can uh, Baron Corbin stack up to Rusev. Uh, I agree. Even more of a tragedy, Sami Zayn, 82 overall. What? What? Like, honestly, Sami Zayn, segment per segment, per segment match to match, is one of the five best people in the main roster. As far as quality of promo, as far as quality of match, at night in, night out. They booked him like shit. And they made him a geek off rip. And this is where we're at. He should be so much higher. If he, ever, if he ever leaves, he will be a star on the 80s, and they will try to pay him a million dollars or whatever else on the downside to come back. Samoa Joe, 88. I think they got that one right. Even though Samoa Joe, he's not in an athletic prime or anything, he's definitely in his promo pro, promo and star prime right now. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Sasha Banks. James? You want me to guess? Sure. 82. 81, James. The greatest women's wrestler this country has ever produced. A woman who is a four-time WWE Women's Champion, even though she didn't defend it that often. She's been a part of the greatest women's rivalry in this company's history. The one that this entire shit was built on. And when I say this shit, I mean this entire revolution. You could argue that Sasha, you could argue that she's a part of two of the five greatest women's feuds in WWE history. James, in WWE.com's own poll, 
She is in four of the five top matches on there. Yep. Yep. This is a travesty. This is wrong. Hold on, hold on. Every single year, like we we talked about on the um, Observer Awards, how Daniel Bryan has reached a point to where um, he is he has won the Best Technical Wrestler Award so many times that he is that the award is now named after him. We have reached a point where Sasha Banks has the best gear every single year to a point where starting maybe in a year or two or three that we're gonna have to start saying it's Sasha Banks award for the best gear in in the company um, yeah. for winning it so many times in a year in a row. Um, she was the Iron Woman of the uh, Royal, Royal Rumble matches year. Um, she was one of the women that helped carry Alexa Bliss's sorry ass to the highest rated match she's ever been in uh, at um, the Women's Money in Bank match. And Sasha was like, doing everything in that match. Yeah, she's also she's also the best singles match that Alexa Bliss ever had has been with who? Sasha Banks. Everyone's best singles match has been with Sasha Banks, James. Either that, either that or Charlotte. Like we talked about this the other day. You look at the greatest uh, matches in, in WWE history, and they're all like on the main roster, and they're all either feature Charlotte or 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 Sasha. Mostly more more of them with, with Sasha. Sasha. Um, and she's done all of this while being while with her best. Uh, she's best in the wrong game. role, James. Yeah, while being while in a role least suited for her. She's better as a heel than she's been a face. She's accomplished all, most of this stuff as a baby face. Um, she is one of the she is like you know she is one of the biggest examples of this company not knowing what the fuck they want to do. Um, and also having now no practice have in their hands. Um, uh, because they always mine it for gold as opposed to not paying attention that there's fucking diamonds right there or like. You know, we have silver right here ready to go. Like, they all, you know, it's just just really bad. Really bad. Really bad. And Complete malpractice. And and her being an 81 is an absolute joke. Like, I almost want to just leave my own fucking show. Like, just, like, this is is so bad on so many levels. Sasha Banks has been nothing but disrespected this entire calendar year. She has not wrestled a singles match on pay-per-view since SummerSlam 2017. This is absolutely an outrage. I think everyone should be writing letters to WWE to, to talk about how this woman has been treated. She's won, like, I think she's won three, either three or four, Singles matches on Raw this year. Go to fucking hell, WWE. Like that, that's 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 just that's so bad. It's so bad. Just stuck in tag team muck. No, I'm and- sorry. Not win. No, you're right. It's win. It's win. She's been like she's been completely underutilized. She might be the most like when we go through uh um our you know our most underrated thing come this in the year like she might end up winning end up winning it this year most underrated person in the whole entire company or whatever else like it's it's really bad really really bad complete malpractice someone needs to be fired like <laughs> um scott hall 86 overall seth rollins 88 shane mcmahon 81 what was that before seth 88 overall for seth no, in no, the no. middle of his best year almost ever no, not almost ever. This is his best year in the company. He's like the only person in the comp- in the company on the main roster that's, that's having thump, their best yes. year. That's a veteran. Yes, and he's four points behind Roman Reigns. Four. They're, here's what they think about you. That, that's, <laughs> that's, what, that's, what, that's what this is. Here's what they think about you. 
<laughs> and that goes to Sasha too. And that that's like that's completely a tragedy. Like there's there's nothing worse in these ratings. Baron the, Corbin being an 84 overall is more tolerable than Sasha Banks being an 81. How about this, right? We talked about how um what they're doing on Raw, right? They're not doing anything with Sasha, right? Or Bailey. Why couldn't either one of them move to SmackDown? <laughs> Why? Because yeah. Like they did not like they did nothing with them at WrestleMania. Um they didn't shoot a feud. Uh they didn't break I mean they teased breakups, didn't do it. They've done neither one of them have done anything. You look at the the just a complete lack of depth on a SmackDown women's roster where they can only go four deep. They desperately need somebody a fifth or a sixth person. Why couldn't both of them go? As compared to they got they keep running out these riot squad matches on Raw. Um, they have Natalia there. They have the Bellas there. Uh, Nia's still there. Rousey's there. What are you doing? Fucking up. Yeah, different. That was a different. That was a separate discussion. But let's move on. I'm sorry. I just I just yeah. thought this came to my head just now. <sighs> Shawn Michaels, 2005. 88 overall. Huh? <laughs> 1997, Shawn Michaels, 92. So right on par with Roman Reigns right now. Uh, and if you're looking at the, the scale, that would make him, I don't know, if, if you take you know the 93 off, I think you're looking at like a 97 or 98 for Shawn Michaels in 1997. 2005, I maintain I'm a first career Shawn guy. Uh you're probably looking at a 95 overall for the 2005 Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, Shawn is a, Shawn worked longer on top. Um, it had more matches with more people in the second run. However, Shawn in like 95 through 97, Shawn is like one of the most spectacular wrestlers I've ever saw, like give compared to the era, like they were in, like he was just, like he would kill himself to try to have a to have a great match. He really would. He really would have. Um, so like it's 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 a little it's just different. It really is. So we've got uh Shayna Baszler 81. We've got Sheamus with an 84 overall. Sheamus is way yes. better than Baron Corbin. Yes. Yes. Um Shelton Benjamin, 78 overall. Shinsuke Nakamura with an 87 overall. So they showed him more respect than I thought they would. Um if you look at it this year, you could have marked them down even a little more. Yeah, like and it's weird because like all they all they did was have just only good matches with AJ Styles. <laughs> like it's so funny. Like this, like that might be the most disappointing. That's one of the most disappointing feuds of the year or programs of the year. It might win. Yep. yep. Um. So Stephanie McMahon, seventy-seven overall, and she's higher than several of the women. Um. Sting. Regular Sting, like today, Sting is an eighty-nine overall. What? Go to hell! Like, uh, um, Sting in nineteen ninety-one, ninety overall. Sting in nineteen ninety-eight, an eighty-eight overall. Sting in nineteen ninety-nine, ninety-one. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, so Surfer Sting is is a ninety-one below Roman Reigns. Yes. And Crow Sting. Have, have have they never seen have they never seen Sting cut a promo like Surfer Boy Sting cut a promo? 
uh, apparently not. Like, I, I don't think Vince McMahon has ever watched any of that whole stuff. <laughs> I somebody mentioned this, and I and, and I thought I was like, "Yep, this is true." If Sting hadn't ever left in the early '90s, he would have been bigger than Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, I I, I think that's a comfortable assessment. Well, Especially- well, one, I mean, like, one, I mean, like, the peak would have been bigger. And obviously would have lasted longer because he's not a screw up like like Warrior or, or nutcase like Warrior was either. He so also would have had like that somebody, access. It'd have been like the peak would have been higher and he'd been more and he'd been reliable. So even somebody he would that Vince would have trusted. Yeah. Right. He would also have better access to the gas as well. <laughs> <laughs> so um the biggest star in the history of the company is next. Um Stone Cold Steve Austin. He is a 92 overall, James. The same as Roman Reigns. That's ridiculous. How Stone Cold is in a 93 with Rock and Lesnar, I have no idea. Are they not on good terms? I don't... Someone got the answer to this. This That's that's really bad. That is That is just ridiculous. Like, he literally is the biggest star they've ever had. Literally, as far as like that, that was especially for one year. Yeah. Like he saved their company by himself. They should they they should never disrespect Steve Austin in none of these. They, he saved the company by himself without actually a wrestler and uh, put in place for him to actually wrestle the program with. He was out there doing it with a fucking a geek. This man was yes. a geek. Yes, a rich geek. Um, up next, we got Psycho Sid with an 86 overall. So I don't know about you, James, but he's not better than Jake the Snake Roberts. Like, <laughs> I guess that, you know, him being a former WWE champion counts for something or two-time champion and two-time WrestleMania headliner. Um, I'm, surprised, I'm surprised that, like, people are able to actually get a hold of Sid to actually, like, you know, use him, you get his rights. Like, does Sid seem like a person that would have a phone or something you communicate with? <laughs> <laughs> Seem like Sid might be on the softball field or something, you know, as, as they say. <laughs> so it, it is kind of hard um, <laughs> getting a hold of Psycho Sid. But I'll tell you this, Sid in his prime, if you weren't there, you might not understand it. But he was the guy you didn't want your favorite wrestlers wrestling. So I can the 86, you got him behind Diesel. I think those two are two fair guys to compare. Um, Sid was like, and we're going to talk Bret Hart scale, right? Right. Yeah. Somebody's physique, somebody's promo ability, and somebody's work in the ring. Sid was like a ten physique, maybe a damn twelve physique. Um, as a promo, like his, he had he. Aside from like Scott Steiner, Sid had like the greatest variance for what you for what you could accomplish, and also like good or bad. <laughs> like Sid could either. Sid come out there and say he's the ruler of the world and you believe it, right? Yes, I'm the ruler of the world. Or says I hear botching if or says I hear yes. <laughs> or says I hear botching and you're for, and, and forgetting his lines and then being like and thinking that like something live is a pre-tape. Like there's you know, and I'm you know, I have half the brain that you do, stuff yes. like that. So Sid Sid can do anything. Sid was but he was a terrible wrestler. He was a terrible, he was rotten yes. in the ring. What were you gave him in the ring? A two? I would probably give Sid like a four, like because a I've four? seen him be on. I, I've seen him be on the end of, of a good match with Shawn Michaels. So, so basically, so basically, what you're saying is he can be carried, right? Yes. 
That's a three. I say that's I'll a take three. him over Baron Corbin all day. Oh my god. <laughs> all day. Okay. I'll take Sid. Uh, all right. Yeah, I I just yeah. I You know what? I you you know what you're right. I I remember one time specifically where like it's probably like 99 where Sid came out this back when he WCW was in the shitter when they're doing the like Hogan is turning a good guy again. Uh-huh. And um they're coming out there with that bad nitro uh entrance ramp, which is like you know, it looks like the Starship yes. Enterprise. Yes, that shit so, sucked. That's how you so, knew that company was on the way out of there. Yeah, look, so so Memphis, right? So yep. I remember that man came out there and he's like, and he's you know back when he's doing undefeated streak thing, right? He's like beating up people, he's beating up people, not in matches, just jumping people, whooping their ass I'm like 78 and no. Yes, and said it, I count every time I whoop somebody. It counts as a, w, a victory. I remember he came out. He's like, "It's Mr. Excitement." <laughs> so yes, I, you're right. I would take him over over Corbin. I would, even though Corbin would wrestle circles around him. I still take him over Corbin. So the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, they've got him at an 85 overall. No, this is wrong on a lot of levels. He, he should, should be definitely higher. be higher. He should be like an 88 overall. He's one of the greatest hills in the history of the cup. Co- of the company. Yep. He's one of the he's one of the greatest acts to never win the title. Yep. Um, uh, we've got Triple H up next. Uh 89 overall, current day Triple H, the one that's about to go to Australia next week. Um <laughs> yeah, uh 2001 Triple H, 91 overall. 2014 Triple H, 89 overall. Hold on. 2014 Triple H is the best Triple H has ever been. He can still look. He was at his look. He he still had athleticism while he was at his best as far as being able to put a story together and still wrestle. Um, he still had a crazy physique. He's out there anti aging, and that man was out here cutting killer promos as a heel. It was so good that I was like, look, if he beats Daniel Bryan and then beats Batista and uh, uh, Orton at WrestleMania 30 to win the belt back or whatever else, I kind of see it, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, um. That 01 stuff, like, no, bro. 01 Triple H, 02,099 Triple H, you go back and watch that stuff. He was just a guy. He was not even a star. He was a mid-card that they pushed to be a heel because they had no heels to go opposite of The Rock because Austin was out. Yeah. <clears throat> um, like he, holds his, he owes his entire career going from mid-card to main event to mankind to Foley. Like, that's it. Like, Foley got him there, and then the the, the Rock, Austin, Angle, Jericho, they Evolution. took care of the rest. And then he started yeah. burying fools after that. Yeah. So I, I, I'm I'm a proponent of 2014 Triple H as well. It, it, it was it was really like the perfect kind of you know thing, especially for Triple H what he needed at that time in his career because it was you start looking at it and it's like where is all Triple H's great matches at? Where are the legendary moments? Like that are just like regular rules matches, like not these street fights and hell in a cell matches. And and then Daniel Bryan gave him exactly what he needed. And in a, in a way, he gave Daniel Bryan what Daniel Bryan needed too. So to whoop that ass, to whoop yeah. the, to whoop the bad guy that's holding it over his ass. Like this was like no one will say this because you know they have the memories and stuff. But like Daniel Bryan whooping uh, Triple H's ass, like, with his, with his move clean, Triple H don't even get a pedigree in or whatever else. Like, that was, like, as cathartic a moment as, like, 
like any of the times that, that Austin beat the hell out of Vince, like it was on that level. Yeah. Um, Trish Stratus, 85, with all the other top blondes, um, you know, that year, aren't named there, Rousey. Is there a year to Trish or just like just Trish? Period? Just Trish, it says. Okay. Um, Tyler Bates, 78. He's three points underneath uh, Pete Dunn for reference. Yeah. Ultimate Warrior, 90 overall. Yeah, maybe. 89. Um, we got The Undertaker, current day, 87 overall. I'm fine with it. And I, it could be 87, could be even lower. I don't think they disrespect The Undertaker like that. But, Why did um, they put them on the same page as like Triple H? That's weird. They've been knocking The Undertaker's rating down every year. Uh, for the last couple of years. So last year yeah. he was 89. So what's John Cena's rating this year, right? Uh, John Cena's 89 this year, so. Yeah, Undertaker squashed him in three minutes. At WrestleMania. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, he did. did. Um, Clean as a two, sheet. Yeah, two, 2002 Undertaker, uh, 90 over. Oh, one more time. John Cena asked for the thunder and lightning got struck down on his ass. Yeah. They, they they've treated John Cena so terribly. Um, yes, they have. That's two thousand two uh, Undertaker, and this is like American badass, big evil Undertaker. Um, nice is a ninety overall. I don't see that at all. Um, Nineteen ninety one Undertaker they have is an eighty eight overall. So mm, I don't know. Kind of weird. Um, Vader they have on here uh, recently passed away. Uh, he's an eighty seven overall. This is low. Vader should be a 90 or 89. Well, you got to remember, this is, WC, this oh, is yeah. WWE, WWF. True. If this, was, if this was any other promotion over the last 30 years, <laughs> right, besides besides WWE, it would absolutely be higher than this because Vader was a top guy everywhere he went except for this fucking company. Why? Bad politics, allegedly a bad attitude, plus the click politics, you know. Yeah, so there you go. And we got, we're gonna do two more guys. We got the Velveteen Dream, 80 overall, puts him one point below Adam Cole. Um, I didn't see Ricochet on this thing, so there's a bunch of DLC guys that we didn't get right. to, but that's okay. Um, and then uh, we've got Xavier Woods of the New Day, who's an 83 overall. So Kofi and Biggie were in 84, Woods in 83. Um, so they're telling you what that is. Right. Um, you know, he's short. Um, <laughs> so Velveteen Dream is an 80. Any thoughts on that? I mean, I would say I expect it to be higher, but then they have Gargano at 81. So it's like Gargano's an 80 also. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They both should be like 83s, 84s. I'm sorry, 83s, 82s. Yeah, man. So that's that's gonna bring us to the end of the list. I skipped a couple for time's sake. We still went a little long, but um, yeah, man. I, thank you for doing this show with me, James. Today, I hope you guys that were listening to it enjoyed it. Those of you that uh, Dan and a couple others that tuned in throughout the uh, live portion, uh, hope you guys enjoyed the show. We're gonna try to get the audio of this ripped off. Hopefully, the file's not too big. I'll have to have Jeremy help me with it. We will get this on the feed, but. I, this is definitely one of the special episodes uh, of the year. 
um, it was either going to be this or the or we were going to do a Bret Hart wrestler score episode. So we went with this one instead um, for that. And I don't know if we'll be back before Saturday uh, with a preview for Super Showdown. Maybe we'll do something as an extra late during the night or maybe we'll drop it on at the end of our other podcast. But hold on real quick. Is it Super Showdown on a Saturday? It is. Yeah, I mean, we can do it. I mean, I got time. We can do it Friday or Saturday and get it to y'all. Yeah. So, um, but make sure you guys check out all the rest of the shows on the Social Suplex Podcast Network and check out Keeping It Strong Style with Jeremy and Josh. Uh, you can check out Grown Men Watch This Shit, the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show, and the Outsider's Edge. Um, look for us also on Lords of Pain Radio, um, late Tuesday nights, early Wednesday mornings, uh, where we have your Raw and SmackDown TV reviews. If you're catching this on YouTube, uh, feel free to hit the subscribe. You'll get the notifications for when we go live with these shows. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening to us bitch and complain about this stuff. And also put this stuff in the proper context that it needs to be put in. Because WWE is telling you a lot um, with these ratings in the video games, even when you don't think they are. So, James, you got anything to add before we get up out of here? Nah, not really. Just, um, I don't know, like... It is interesting to just have these conversations about like where people actually stack up as far as their work and also their push and kayfabe and then like what WWE spits out and also like the re- reaction of like where they are now compared to when the, when it came out and like, you know, how much stuff changes and also like stuff that just doesn't make sense or trying to make sense of it. It's just an interesting conversation just to have. Yep. So, yeah, man, hopefully y'all enjoyed that. Um, we're, we'll see y'all next week. We're going to check out Fighting Spirit Unleashed tonight. So uh, hopefully that's a good show, too. I want to see Hiroshi Tanahashi whoop that son of a bitch, Jay White. Uh, Also, (laughs) uh, look forward to the main event, Omega and Ibushi against Tomohiro Ishii and Okada. And there's a United States title match uh, with Juice Robinson and Cody. Should be a good card. Don't forget the semifinal. You have oh, Will Ospreay and Hardy's girl. This, this is the rematch from their five-star match earlier this year. Definitely looking forward to that as well. So, uh, that for James, this is Rich. We up out of here. Peace. Later. Thank you for listening to One Nation Radio. We'll see you next time. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.